fresh and clean. Yeah. Yeah. Me and BJ, it's a fresh and clean podcast today. We got the special guest, my big dog, Cal Buck. We about to go ahead and talk some shit. What the fuck? It's me, and I'm just chilling here yeah. with my dog. Yeah. BJ is white with yeah. cold-ass beats. We about to motherfucking go in this week. Better tune in. We got some treats. Hey! Treats. Treats. What it do? What it do? What's cracking? What's happening? What's up, it's cuz? Cuz. What's up, Cuzzo? It's your boy, <laughs> the Pied Piper of Podcasts, the uh, most electrifying black man all over the Midwest. Your boy, Mr. Nate Robertson. And with me always is my dog, my brother, my Luigi in the game, B Jizzle. What's cracking with you, BJ? Everything. It's been a little bit. We took a little bit of hiatus. We needed to, to re energize every now Definitely and then. Definitely needed to do that. But with the band in the building, guest with us, you guys, me and Buck work Hold together. On. We, we got to give him that uh, applause break for Buck, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even bring it in for this one. I, I'm. I'm. I'm playing it straight up. Not gonna mock nobody. I'm with two of my favorite people, right? Buck gave me my start, and didn't tell me I'm trash like you do, Nate. Yep. I keep a G. So it's like I'm getting both sides of the love for the comedy <laughs> world. Good cop, bad cop situation yeah, over you here. Know it. Welcome back to Flyover Studios. One of my favorite people on the earth, Kyle Buck. Man, thank you so much for having me. I love coming back into Flyover Studios. It's it's uh, it's you know a second home. Speaking of hiatuses, hiatuses. Uh, uh, Uncle Buck's house has been on hiatus for a little bit, but man, I think we're. Uh, I got a little little fire back in the oven. I think I'm going to be stoking things a little bit more. Got to get uh, got to get that back rolling. But man, I'm happy to be back in here. You see, we got a couch upgrade uh, yes. that's already gotten a little worn. So you know that's how couches go in the in the industry. That's That's what teenagers do. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, the, te- the teenagers get in here and the thing just goes ramshack. Like, I mean, I've heard of people like, you know, fucking couches. It's like everyone knows that kid in high school that fucked a couch. Or but like the episode of um, uh, Nip Tuck. There's an episode where they hire another partner because their other partner has cancer. Oh shit! And the first thing in the office is he has a fetish for furniture. Oh well, shit! They play the music. He folds his clothes nice and neat. He gets down and like takes the, the the cushions into a triangle, and then they walk in. They're like, "Yeah, you gotta get out." So I wonder if I, I wonder if if that's your fetish. I wonder if IKEA is basically like sex robots. Like you got it's like self assembled. You just like make a night of it. You just get the box. You take it out. You slowly undress each piece of your furniture, and you're like, "This is gonna be." You put on a little uh, little you know baby making music, and you know you, yeah you put yeah, you put stains on it before it's even assembled. Wild, a smooth jazz. I'm this more, is how we start the show, guys. I'm more this in the pl- I'm more in the like when you take the plastic off things. <laughs> oh, you like one of them motherfuckers? Yeah, I, put, just like walk around the house, find someone, just put it over their head. Oh shit, that's death. <laughs> that makes me wonder, like, what did like like grandmas who had plastic over their their couches? Like, what did what were they into? What was it for? To where they're like, why do we need to be able to wipe these with? cleaning stuff all the time yeah i never got that did you guys have any family members with plastic on my i had grandparents one. my grandparents man my uh god rest they soul they're not here with us anymore but my grandmother and my grandfather man they had plastic on that fucking couch yeah 
even after they were gone, still plastic on the fucking couch, man. And the funny, and, and the funniest thing about it though is like when you find when they finally took the plastic off, it was it was still it was beat to shit. It was beat to yeah, shit yeah. Still. Like it ain't do nothing. Yeah, the plastic did, did nothing but but what would the plastic do? It would either help you cover up a crime, <laughs> or clean up some slime. That's where I'm at. That's I'm like, what is grandma and grandpa getting into that they need to be able to hose down the ottoman? Definitely. All that condensation is just fucking sitting there for years. Just grandpa's sweaty asshole in the middle of that fucking, fucking couch. black mold all in the fucking couch you sit on it and all you smell is Oh my god. Past asses. Uh, there's like, a, there's an upside down bee just right in the middle of the couch. Just, uh, it looks like a nutset. So, I have uh, I spent time with my mom. She came up to the football game and driving home. And we were talking about like some of our favorite memories. But I also went through and told my mom like I didn't think my grandma could cook at all. It was terrible. <laughs> what she said. And she's like, Yeah, I know. Oh she snap! Agreed. She wouldn't even like. Well, she like she would bake biscuits till they were hard on the bottom. Uh. And then like you know, and everything had no. There was like you know, there was no fucking taste. Anything. It was just like. Except Ooh. salt. Yeah. I thought we were Irish. Let's just keep throwing in salt. <laughs> just keep throwing in the salt. Maybe we'll find some potatoes. Salt, babe, and everything. Huh? Mm-hmm. Now, was there anything your grandparents did that you're just like, now that you're like older, you're like, man, what is wrong with them? Man, <laughs> like, I mean, the the first thing that comes to mind is like, just the simple, like, there. everyone has a grandparent that had some sort of medical condition late in life that they just didn't want to treat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, my grandma can't hear for shit. She has no idea what's going on. She watches the news without captions, mm-hmm. and so she's just seeing, like, images and words, and she's just like, like one time she came up to me, and, no, me and uh, my girlfriend went to visit her, and she just goes, hey, watch out. They're having gang fights behind the mall over here. And it's like, gang fights, what? Huh? They're having gang fights? What is this, West Side Story? What we- it's the Crimson Bloods. Also, They're back. Also, this is Anderson. It's more likely to be just like a, a group of rival meth heads just fighting over the local like chill spot. Like, That's fucked up. I got a rival meth head gang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. They just, uh, yeah, they have little turf wars over the four like dive bars in town. No, um, I'm like, what are you talking about? And like no one else in my family had heard about any of this. And I'm just like, where is she hearing this stuff? Oh, because she's not hearing anything. She has to put the pieces together in her own mind because the hearing aids are like uncomfortable, I guess. And then she'll go pay for a whole new pair and then it'll be just uncomfortable. It's like, I don't know. But, time, but outside of that, I mean, it's just all that Great Depression shit. <laughs> like the weird foods that ended up being delicious it didn't make sense hey they used to always like pull us to the side and be like yeah food that never tastes like how it tastes now yeah like that's how my grandfather talked about was man food don't even taste the fucking same it's yeah horrible like i'm i'm ready to go like you know you're ready to die when you remember how food used to taste and yeah like, yeah man. oh yeah god i'm waiting any day now like yeah. it's a blessing to wake up each and every day my granddaddy like shit nigga i'm ready to go nigga. yeah clock me out <laughs> <laughs> he treated life like nigga, like for yeah real. like he was really on the clock but, sure but uh my uh as he got older because my grandfather i felt was like a superhero like he all like Till the age of eighty is when he started showing signs of slowing down. Yeah, like he got a cane, and the way mm-hmm. he started walking, he stopped riding his bike less. He stopped 
He started asking me. Starts to do riding shit. his bike less at eighty. I'm thirty four and just like relearned look, how to ride. A look, my grandfather bike. rode his bike, and then he rode one of those three wheel bikes. Oh yeah, so, dude. You know the one. You know the yeah. Uh, the one in the front and two in the back. So Absolutely. Well, he did he have a little basket in the yeah, back? We'll carry shit around. Hell yeah, 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 dude. And them motherfuckers is hard to pretty yeah. drive. Yeah. So he's like riding them and doing. And he's like, yeah, it work. It's good. Might as well have a leg. double wide on so like a bike. The, hell yeah. yeah. He used to like ride on that motherfucker and everything, but. Dude, I just remember like him slowing down when he stopped when he used to walk. And it looked like he's gonna tumble any day. Like I'm like, damn, Uncle Granddad, you drunk? Nah, man, just the way I walk, man. Getting old sucks. Just you just know? wobbly just days, it's man. Wobbly, like a, you know, the inflatable wobbly thing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, Granddaddy, any minute, man. <laughs> he just yeah. sliding. But I remember one day he fell and I caught him. Oh like, shit. So dude. he was like, he had one of those old man falls. Like, oh, oh, oh. like he could have caught himself like three, four times. But the fact that, you know what I mean, he was older and he just was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like I caught him and then like his all his weight went backwards, so I fell. So I fell on my ass, my tailbone, all his weight was on me. Oh shit. He's like, Woo, that didn't hurt at all. He was like, Hold on, did I fall on you? I'm like, Yeah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking crushed my whole goddamn. You're welcome, penis, Gramps. Man. I like when uh, old people do stuff and it's their fault, but they look at you. Yeah. yeah. Like I, had, I had someone trip on, like almost trip on the sidewalk the other day. They're like, you need to fix your sidewalk. I'm like, what? Yeah. But, what? And me, me, me. I was like, how do I fix the sidewalk? God damn it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> how, how exactly do we need this fixed? Do you need me to just make it a brighter color? I don't and, know. And he stopped and said, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. and, I was, and I was just like. Yep, you'll be. You dead. know what time it I is. Like, you'll be dead soon. He sounds like the type of guy would say "boy" at the end of his sentence. <laughs> Speaking like of that, I told Nate this yesterday, and I told you the story outside. Oh yeah, while we're waiting on Nate, um, and uh, so AP uh, painted one of the stores, and then the door broke, and so I called the guy who fixed it because I was like, "Dude, he warranted his work," so I called him, and he starts. People always ask about, like, hey, is so-so work there, right? And they're like, all right, are they tall, skinny? I always got the tall Mexican-looking guy, right? No big deal. <laughs> Whatever. You do have an olive uh, hint to you. You do got an all-around race I had, face. I had, right? I had, I had, <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say race face? All-around race. That's so funny. That's you know, it's like, actually safe in America, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know why? I'll be like, no, 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 I'm Italian. They're like, yeah, I knew you was. Yeah, yeah I yeah, knew you Hispanic was. Yep, or, I knew it. You passed for anything. Well, yeah. somebody today spoke Spanish to me, three different people, and I'm like, nah, ma'am, I'm sorry. And they looked at me like, just disappointed. Yeah. How you well, from Mexico? I don't know. Well, this guy goes, uh, is, does that, uh, is that color guy there? <laughs> I was like, and I had him on speakerphone, stores closed, and AP's up on a ladder, almost falling off. He goes, what the fuck? I go, I go, which colored guy? There's four of us here. He's like, you know, the one colored guy. I was like, I don't. I was like, I got, I got some black guys, some white guys, uh, Hispanic. I was like, I don't have any, like, colored. Maybe. Yeah. And I was like, you know, the rainbow. And he goes. We taste the rainbow over here, and sir. And he didn't know I was being facetious. AP knew I turned into Dickma, which means straight. That guy's never heard the word facetious. Yeah. Nah, he's probably like, that's not like feces. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So, Are you calling me gay? And then he was just like, um, he just kept saying stuff, and I just kept. Like being such an asshole to him, but he didn't understand us being an asshole, and and you can just hear Aaron in the background just fucking cackling, laughing. <laughs> and he goes, uh, it, he goes, is well, today's the twenty second. I was like, well, by the universal calendar, I believe that's correct. 
by, by, by the Gregorian calendar established in, in Rome. And then I met him, and he brought his mom with him. Oh, fun. Yeah, she's a real proud batch, I tell you. And then she's like, can I use your restroom? She's like, can I use your restroom, sir? Yeah. She's like, oh, it's a very nice place you got. And I was like, How, is this really his mom? Like this does not like seem like a. I was yeah. like, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh. All the worst racists know how to be nice in public. I, I was like, my parents are divorced, and then like my mom's real sweet, and my dad was, ooh, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> but he, he, but he how t- old was this dude? <laughs> Probably in his thirties. Are Jesus. you serious? Yeah, Jesus. Talking like that. I was about to say, if he brought his mom, is his mom but, like ninety? No, Shit. she looked like she was about 55. Jesus. She probably had it when she was 12. You know, I'm not the one to judge, right? <laughs> when she was 12. You know, get in where you can fit in, right? <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't. you know. That's hilarious. Well, I didn't know. You know I, they sound like they were from a different state, probably southern, you know, around that area. Pick a couple, you know. Sure. Maybe even Martinsville area. Maybe probably even still here. Probably all in the sticks. Somewhere. Shout out to my Martinsville people. You're probably not listening to this anyways. You saw the photo of us. You're like, fuck this show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they would have lost as soon as Nate did his intro. They'd be like, nope. nope not too, here. Too much see, flavor. They're going to see a picture of Buck. <laughs> too much seasoning. Yeah, they're going to see a picture <laughs> of me. It's going to start now. out with you. I'm going to listen now. Yeah. This guy looks like uh, he needs an alibi he for looks, January 6th. He looks safe. Yeah, absolutely. He looks safe. I'd let him help change my tire. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what would have been funny, though? When that lady asked, can I use the bathroom? She would have said, oh, it's only colors only. <laughs> uh, she would have been oh, like, that would have been she would have went in. Oh, God yeah. damn. That's the, the real racist yeah. when it came out of yeah. her. God damn it, you want to hide what? these colors all in this God damn, place. Little Mermaid, son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, he takes cash only. So, so today, me being petty, they had the cash, right? And I just made him wait. He's like, well, we missed dinner, and... And he called me, and I called him back. He's like, hey, did you just call my phone three times? No. I was like, so somehow my phone magically just had three calls from you? I was like, do you need a new phone? We sell them because either that or you don't know how your phone works. Yeah. Fucking prick. And, and he goes, no, I didn't call you three times. I was like, yeah, so don't call my phone three times. Yeah. I was like, we're not dating. <laughs> this is not a relationship. This is a relationship. Is what I, was it is. Com- I was confident in myself that I could whoop the shit out of him. So I Sure. Just, well, I say. Well, Nate says I'm eventually gonna get killed because I keep saying just whatever I want to whoever I want. You do. <laughs> I, I'd be I'd be scared. I'd be like this. But I really, really though, honestly, I wish a. I live on the fact that I wish a motherfucker would. So sometimes I just talk shit just to see if a motherfucker gonna really do it. I'm not above hitting him with my laptop. That's what I'm saying. Oh, fuck a laptop. You catching something else a little harder. I'm hit you with a steel chair, like you know, back in the <laughs> WWE days. Gonna be that shit. AEW shit. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! Pow. Oh I'm shit! A, yeah. I'm gonna turn the mic on and hit you with it. Boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And then <laughs> everyone's gonna feel the pain from the audio. Oh god! I'm gonna hit him and then I'm gonna get up and do the D'Lo Brown head shaking shit. Like <laughs> Shout I, out to D'Lo Brown. By can way. you dig it? I would, yeah, that's who you look like, Booker T. I if, do right if, now. If he got out of shape. I am out of shape. Oh, yeah. I'm super out of shape. Oh, man. Look, I know it's bad, man. Like, when I try to tie my shoes, it's like I've ran a whole fucking lap. Everything's Bro. dizzy. I'm like, this is not, this ain't good. You know when you start to get big, it's when you, the first place you feel sweat is under your titties. Oh, yeah. Not uh, on your forehead. I ain't got there yet, but yeah. thank you. Yeah, when oh, you get man. there, it's time. One of my friends yeah. from yesterday came and saw me. She was like, wow, I ain't seen you in a while. And did the titty flip. Oh, shit. I said, shit. damn, bitch. I said, damn, bitch. I did it back to her. You know, <laughs> you know what's worse than that, though, is when you see somebody you had not seen them in like a year. They're like, wow, you lose some weight. You look good. And then you know you didn't lose weight. 
then it just tells you how much worse you looked a year ago oh, at the yeah. same weight. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. Looks like you lost some weight in your face. Like, <coughs> I got a haircut, bitch. Yeah, right. yeah absolutely. <laughs> I, I got a haircut and a new shirt. What the fuck are you talking about? Fucking ass white. Yeah, no, dude, I'm like, it's so wild to, <laughs> I actually uh, told this story not too long ago, uh, fucking one of the moments that sort of turned things around for me when I was like, I need to do something about this, uh, was when I was at my biggest, I was like fucking 567, uh, yeah, 567, and I was working at a bank, I was working at a credit union in, fuck, in the, uh, Noblesville, uh, Meyer store in the Noblesville Meyer store and I am in the back break room just you know wearing khakis like you do and I sharded in my khakis and I'm like oh fuck I'm standing up and I'm leaning on this counter what is my next move I'm like my underwear definitely gone I can hope to get to the bathroom just so I don't get a stain on my pants and then I can work myself out from there I get to the bathroom and I get my pants off, I get my uh, my underwear off, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm in a public restroom. There's like a family in here, and I've got this like shitty underwear in my hand. What do I do? So I put it under the uh, wet floor sign oh, and man. the cone, because there was no like there was no receptacle in the bathroom, and I would have to walk out and openly throw thing, them yeah. with, with it in my hand and throw it in the trash can, and everyone's gonna see me do that. And I'm like, oh shit. So I think to myself, I'm like, uh, well, I need to clean myself before I figure out what to do elsewhere. And dude, I could not get around to like wipe my ass properly. So I had to like take toilet paper and wrap it around the top of the fucking plunger and like try to try to use it oh, as a tool. Oh, hell dude, no. it was the worst experience of my life. That's, I that's, got it to work and like I took the plunger, put it away so no one would use like like I put it whatever. in a place and no one would use it because yeah. obviously you can't have anyone touching that shit. Yeah. And then I I told one of the janitors that like you know it fell over and got some shit on it, and uh, <laughs> and so he came in and like cleaned it and shit. And then I walked out into the store and bought. Uh, just some new underwear because I was in a mire. Yeah. And then just walk back into the, uh, the bathroom, bathroom put, put on some fresh on. undies. Yeah, you got away with it. Put bro. on some fresh undies and then took the old ones out, put them in the plastic bag I and bought my, and, and then I dropped them in the trash on the way out. It was like the weirdest <laughs> fucking, but in that moment, I'm like, I'm, I've had an issue, a normal human issue, and I couldn't wipe my fucking ass. I'm like, okay, I need to, <laughs> I need to, uh, so if you get to the point where you get shit on, to where you get sweat under your titties, yeah. that's level one where I was at. It's like a level nine. God damn. So, so there's definitely a lot of steps yeah, between I, that. So, man, yeah. I think you got a little bit of room, but I, I but I, de I, I definitely wouldn't let it get yeah, too I ain't bad. I don't let control. it get too bad. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Just hearing that got me thinking, like, oh shit. Yeah. So, uh, my my favorite. Oh fuck. Not that I want to get into <laughs> diarrhea stories, but this is one of my favorite, and it has nothing to do with my weight. So, we're playing softball at a travel tournament. I'm playing left field. Yes, I used to be able to play left field. Hell yeah. <laughs> And all of a sudden, I take off running in and slide, you know, knee under the left sure. leg slide, catch it, sharp. Oh, shit. First inning. Oh, first. no. That was out one. Oh, oh shit. No. You got a There's whole game ahead of you. Out. There's still two more outs. So we get the third out. And then a whole game. <laughs> and I'm batting fourth. So bathrooms are right behind the dugout. Thanks, God. Shout out to Columbus, Indiana softball. <laughs> field and i'm going to the bathroom and i can't take my cleats this is when i wore the high socks the yeah pants, everything right our uniform i'm like 20 19 20 years old right 
So I rip my underwear off of me. And this damn. wasn't like tidy whities This was like athletic. sliding shorts. Yeah, yeah. So I ripped them off of me, and 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 then wipe up, and and then this is during tournaments they'll announce your names, right? It's like now batting, blah blah blah, on deck or uh, on deck. BJ Robbins. I'm like, oh my god! I started to sweat, panic, trying to get up, and then trying to get all the fucking done. So I get done, and put my pants back up, put my belt on, tuck my shirt back in. And then it's now batting BJ Robbins. And people are screaming, what's going on? It's the top of the first inning. And so, <laughs> so I get up there. I have no underwear on and baggy <laughs> pants, right? Oh, so, shit. You're just hanging brain in those yes. things. So fucking free ball the worst possible. Worst best Might as well po- we be wearing like gray sweatpants. Worst possible best thing happened. Smoke one. Hit oh, it boy. out. And that's back when you still had to run the bases during yeah. the home run. So I'm rounding the bases, just flippity just flip, just clod hopping, yeah. Flip. It in my brain, it's worse than it is. So I'm I'm basically was running instead of ju- like enjoying the moment of hitting a three run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Oh my yeah. god, dude. So, and oh. also that's so lucky that the bathroom is right there because a lot of baseball and softball fields, no. it's a fucking hike to, to the. Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, especially if you're if you're up sooner, even if you just know it's going to be a short half uh, inning, and you got to get back out on defense. Like, yeah, you got to run, do your do your stuff, and get back. Quickly. But yeah, no, shout there was out, a shout out to the twelve year old boy next to me who asked me if. Is okay. There you go. Hey. I, Sir, are you okay? Well, I bet when you was running, it was like this. <laughs> Smacking your leg and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there was nothing. There's nothing. It was just, it just was like air flopping. <laughs> I, uh, I was not the charter in this scenario. However, there was a, a time that I was playing like fall ball um, and our left fielder uh, went for a ball. Well, went to go for a foul ball down the left field line, but like hesitated. And we're like, why'd you hesitate? You could have caught that easily. And then the next couple outs get over and he runs into the bathroom, runs into the dugout. And he's like, y'all, I totally shit my pants out there. We turn around. He's got a stain this big <laughs> in his, in the back of his fucking pants. Ah, like, fucking- like, like it's the size of a baseball stain of shit. And he sits <laughs> down, he sits down on the bench and he like gets up and starts laughing that there's like a pool of shit on the bench. And we're like, dude, now we all have to sit there and smell that. Like what you the fuck are you doing? Like, so, so yeah, he was immediately pinch hit for and just chilled the rest of the game. We're like, dude, go square yourself up and one, like one here's my, some shorts one of my favorite ones is i it's a double header too i don't <laughs> we were playing basketball i didn't do this but play basketball so i get the rebound i'm running the fast break doing no look pass and all of a sudden i hear i hear the whistle out of bounds and i look my teammate's gone he's gone I guess during fast book, Brett, during it, when I looked, he had ran out the gym to go shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, and the ball slowly rolls back to me. And I'm holding He made it. his own substitution. And I was sitting there just looking around, and my pops was a coach, and, and I was just like, what what just happened? And But the whole crowd, it was like, the it, and the ball just, it, the, the crowd wasn't quiet. You just heard the ball go, <laughs> dude. Dude, like you heard the ball bounce, and then just sneakers going off into the <laughs> locker like, room. He's like, "Fuck this yeah. easy two points. I gotta take a yeah. shit." Was he, he number two? Uh, I don't know. That would have been even but, better. But, the, but all only thing number heard, two's on his way out. Only number thing you 69. heard was the ball, and then you just heard a little bit of the door door. <laughs> then probably heard a. <laughs> uh, the, the whole shit. gym is quiet, and you just hear just like the nastiest shit happen. I got a good one. I'm in um, 
I'm at work. So I'm at work. I don't. <laughs> That's what I'm it was. At, I'm at work. And like we got our restroom is clean as fuck at work when I, where I used to work at. And uh, it had like four like stalls. Like it was down there set up like a woman's restroom. Like all these stalls and like one urinal. It's like yeah. we all got dicks. Put the urinals out then the stalls. So anyways, <laughs> I'm in there and I'm like, I'm in there. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I started seeing like some suits come in. So I put my feet up so nobody knows me. So then I just start like having a raining one out. I'm like, oh. And it just hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it's like the biggest, loudest fart. It was like, Rawr! and it just echoed like, Rawr! 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 and one of the guys was like, Jesus, holy, yeah, God, let it out, buddy. And I'm just in there like, you're motivating me. Keep going. He's like, you can do it, bud. You can do it. I'm like, okay. Ah! Oh, that's a help. Like, everybody's like, oh, he did it. I'm like, these motherfuckers really cheered me on <laughs> to take a shit. And they oh, helped me man. too. It was, it was stuck in the conjunctal yeah. area. You know, when you like, you know, when you're taking a shit and then you got like, you know, you got a shit bad, but like it's stuck kind of. Mm-hmm. And you then got to like think of some shit. Not since I started using the squatty potty, but I do know what you're talking about. (laughs) I never had to stand up and like refocus again. (laughs) Man, I'm telling you, when it came out, man, it sounded like uh, the weapons of mass destruction just hit the fucking water, (laughs) cracked the fucking porcelain. All the water hit me in the ass. I'm like, ah. (laughs) It's like it's like that's like a secondhand bidet. It's like not clean, but like it's refreshing. When the toilet water hits you, it's like you got to hop in the shower again. Like, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Past asses and shit. Yeah. we were talking about grandparents or whatever. Um, I, I'm old enough to remember uh, we had an outhouse. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, we and, I, I don't remember. Oh, my people in Louisiana had one. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember it was on the farm. And I just remember going out there, and it was at night, and it was the scariest thing I've ever been. There was, you know, mom was like, take your flashlight with you. I was like, why? She's like, wild animals are out there. Yeah. Now I'm older, and I was like, like wild animals just around a bunch of fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. That's if anything, that's like keeping them away. Yeah, I still don't know how. That, I never. I, they didn't stay that long. That was the last one. But they, they didn't even have indoor plumbing at all anywhere. No hot bath. They had to boil water or whatever. Interesting. Fuck. But yeah, it was. Uh, I think it, right around eighty two, eighty three, eighty pro, uh, eighty four. 84, because, yeah, my, my uh, parents separated in 85. Fuck yeah. But I asked my mom about, like, some of her, more of our family history, and it is just fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. She's like, well, you got two other brothers that you haven't met yet <laughs> on your dad's side. It's, and uh, she's like, they want to meet you. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. That, that's Okay. I, cool. Tell me I have Facebook. Up. I was like, I have Greenwood. Tell me, come on up. I'm not coming to them. Yeah. I was Hell like, yeah, dude. I was like, Greenwood's not, like, you know, a 14-hour car trip. It's 37 minutes from most places. Yeah, Seymour. It's 37 from 37 minutes from most places. But she, that's the way. But that's the yeah, way yeah. she was telling me all these other people. Like I had no idea who any of these people were. Yeah. And she's like, they always ask about you, and I was like, I don't know who the fuck. Do they is. really? Do they? They do. That's the country thing. And ah. I'm, How's the boy? They don't know your name. How's the boys doing? Ah. And my mom yeah, still. Yeah. Inter- I'm at 43 years old. My mom still introduced me. This is my youngest boy. Yeah, I'm 43. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm your youngest. Like, they're going to be confused with me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it helps them reclaim their age. Like, if yeah. they keep calling you the youngest, if they introduce you as the, this is my 43-year-old boy, they'd be like, ew. Uh, yeah. I'm getting up there. This is my youngest with a full head of gray hair. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, Buck, let's, yes. now that we uh, spent like 20 minutes talking about poop and oh, grandparents. Yeah. The, the important stuff. All the shitty stuff. Um, where have you been? Where have I where been? Because Nate's, Nate's in the part of the show where he stares at his phone, so we have to have someone else talk. <laughs> Get out of here. It just, I talk about shit all the time. I'm like, <laughs> you were excited a, to talk about your charity poop story. I know. I jumped in. I had to think of one. I had to conjure one up. I had to think of one. Wow. I remember that. I got to keep giving me the Mario Kart. <laughs> He's alive. God damn it. Yes, and me, Mario. <laughs> Um, Where the fuck have you been, Buckaroo? I have been around, man. Life has been fucking turbulent since I think we put out our last UBH in May. Um, and dude, it's just been sort of like one thing after another. Uh, I lost my oldest pup in, uh, May, which just always sucks. Um, you know, really my best dog. Uh, and then after that, um, you know, just was working and writing and, you know, doing mics and getting up and about. And, uh, I wasn't really doing mics as much as I would like to, but at the same time I was, I was still working full time. Um, and then around July, uh, mid July, I got laid off from the mortgage industry and that's the third time that, that the, uh, finance realm has like just, it, the finance industry is a fine place to work. I've spent 13 years in between like working as a bank teller to like just processing mortgage paperwork. Um, like it really is a good place to find like a secure job. But at the same time, when it comes down to the bottom line, the finance industry is about the dollar and it does tend to put the dollar above the person. And so I was like, you know what? Um, I don't know what is my next step, but it's definitely not going to be in the fucking finance industry. Um, so I kind of just threw everything against the wall and was like, what do I want to do? I have a, I have an opportunity to kind of, you know, um, you know, chase a lot of things. And so I decided to transfer full time into, uh, you know, comedy, um, music and, you know, running my, uh, DIY production company, which has uh, been a lot of fun and has been growing the last couple of months. Um, and you know, it's all stuff that I've been doing for, you know, since when we first met at Kettletop years ago. Um, I mean, I, that's not where we met, but like for, from those shows back in like 20, God, 20, like 17 is when those started. I've been like really learning how to put together these DIY pop-up shows. And, uh, my buddies over at Puzzle Piece Entertainment, um, are, are working with me, partnering with me to, you know, facilitate whatever we need to do to make these shows happen. So if it comes to trivia, stand-up comedy, live music, um, whatever a venue or a person or whoever, a, a organization or whatever might need. If you need a fundraiser, if you need, you know, whatever, uh, we can facilitate it. And so, um, just getting the word out about that and, uh, writing a lot more and doing a lot more spots. My standups really kind of, th there's a weird, um, there's a weird filter that I had when I knew I had a nine to five job. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it's one of those things where I'm like, Oh man, I wouldn't really normally talk about this on stage or like, I don't, you know, wouldn't say this in a podcast or whatever, because I might get back to my employer, but now it's like, I am my employer. So it's like, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, because I got laid off, um, you know, I'm certainly going to be utilizing the, uh, 
benefits the government has allotted me to, uh, you know, uh, give myself an opportunity to um, focus on on you know building what is a small business. When it comes to being a comedian, it, it is being a small business. Are so. you getting? I hate to ask you this. Stupid no, you're good. Is first of all, are you happy? Are you happy yes. now with what you're doing? Yes. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yes, if and that is that is important. That was one of the things that I asked myself: is is at the end of the day, am I going to be happy with how I spend my time? Yeah. And that, the answer is absolutely 100 percent yes. That's a good sign, then, for sure. I mean, you, you got to look at it, man. You you put all your chips on the table, you know, working for someone. That's a, that's the that's the the beauty and the the fine line with working, you know, for somebody or some type of company. It's like you're you're a shell of yourself when you really are good at something that you really want to be good at because you love it. Yeah. But then you got to put it aside because you have to, you know, take care of yourself, you yeah. know, financially. Yeah. And I could definitely attest to what you're saying because when I got laid off in 2019, when I and after just moving to LA, and, you know, I thought it was like, okay, I got to get back home. Like, yeah. shit hit the fan. I ain't going to be able to afford this shit. I still got money, but I don't want to just go yeah, and yeah, spend yeah. my money. You got to be smart about it. Yeah, but, for hey, sure. I ain't going to lie. That was the best time of my life because I had so much free time. Yeah. I was able to focus on comedy. I was able to yeah. actually pick up a pen and pad and write shit. Yeah. Listen to, critique my own material, have other people listening to it. You know, writing helping yeah. somebody write absolutely learning man. how to write you know so and the, and this is like you said um in the past like i mean i've been doing stand-up like f like between in between five and six years now um actually i think october will be six years uh and so like in that time writing has always just been something i've either done on stage mm -hmm. Or it's been something that I've just done kind of here or there when inspiration strikes me. But now, because, you know, I am taking a lot of things that I saw as just, you know, bonus things as my job. Like, you know, I... Uh, um, just like joined a, well, not, not just joined, but I'm, a, I'm just had a conversation with the lady about going to get a gym membership because like my ability to perform now is my job. Yeah. If I can't be on stage and control my breathing and I can't control my hits and yeah. I can't control my timing because I'm not able to breathe properly, then I'm not going to be, uh, earning the money and I'm not going to be getting the laughs. I'm not going to be getting the pops that I and want to be in order to be successful. Right. And I think that that is one of the things that, that separates me from, um, you know, uh, uh, a lot of people is that like, um, I just have this weird sort of like, I don't know. It, it, it's a very strange sort of thing that I didn't really know I had until I made the decision to go full time into this. And all of this stuff, I had a completely different attitude towards just mm -hmm. a couple of months ago because it was just something that I enjoyed doing on the side and saw some success with and people enjoyed me doing it. But now that I'm like leaning into making it happen, I'm like, holy shit this stuff needs to be treated as my job and I need to, in order for myself to be the best self and the best performer, the best podcaster, the best whatever, you know, these sorts of things have to be treated as my job. Does that mean that like I switched a flip in my head and it's like, you know, this is like all of a sudden I'm doing all these things right? No, it's actually more of a challenge, but I'm more aware of it now and it's more valuable yeah. to me now. It's not just a, oh, it'd be really nice if I could breathe better on stage. It's like, holy shit. You know, I'm getting to the point like I'm doing my first feature this this Friday night and I'm doing my that's my first uh, 25, 30 minutes. What club are you at? Uh, br uh, uh, Brick Room Comedy Club in Noblesville. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, one. it's it's really new. I think it's like less than a year old, um, and it's a great mid-sized room for the area. They're featuring a lot of uh, uh, a lot of locals. Like they're, I, I'm uh, featuring for Shanda Sung. Shout out Shanda Sung from Bloomington. She's hilarious, and and I'm glad that comedians like her, um, you know, that are not quite the national regional name yet, that they will be. They're getting a place to headline a little club or a smaller room in their area. You know, which is really cool, uh, Nate. If you've not, uh, we'll talk about. Let me get you the booking information over there. If you if you've not dropped them anything yet, yeah, uh, you may have already shit. worked it probably. Um, but uh, but I'm going to be there Friday um, for my first uh, first you know club feature set, and that's like something that you know I don't take lightly, and I you know am going to be prepared for, and I'm excited for. So that's a, that's a beautiful. You know, thing. I've had this sort of shift in mentality into this is this is my job until it's not. And so, you know, and, and if that moment comes where it's no longer my job job, uh, it's, it's, I don't see myself ever being off stage in some capacity, even if it's not my main source of income, I'm going to find a stage somewhere to make people, you know, hopefully smile in some way. That's kind of so. how I, I, I love hearing that. It's, it's like, it's a redemption story. And I feel like everything is coming to you at the right time. It's gonna start. Coming. Everything's about timing. It's yeah, it's about timing. Yeah. this is your time. So yeah. hearing, hearing everything you're saying, hearing everything you're going through, you know the trials and tribulations, you know on your your health, your yeah. weight, you know your comedy, your businesses. It, it lets me know that you know we all struggle in life. Yeah. But the, no matter what the struggle is, if we're able to prevail, then everything starts to get clear. Yeah. So more power to you. Thank you, man. I hope. I, matter of fact, I ain't gonna hope. I know you're gonna do good at your feature set. <laughs> well, man, I and appreciate that. I know that, you're dude. gonna do good in in anything, man. Because Kyle, I've always thought of you as like a businessman. Anyways, it's crazy how kind of me and Kyle met. I didn't even meet Kyle. Yeah, Ed. Shout out to Ed Lanier, but he, me and him was on a show together. Me and yeah, Kyle shout out to Ed together. And he was like, oh, fuck, you got Kyle Buck. I didn't know he did stand-up. I know him for music and all that. And I'm like, yeah. for real? And he yeah. let me listen to some of your um, your stuff. And I was just yeah. like, this dude is multi-talented. So you're getting what you deserve. Well, I appreciate it, man. And I, I, love, I love hearing that. Um, I love it. And yeah. I, I love the fact that what you said, like, you know, some clubs, you know what I mean? Not clubs, but some places when they don't feel like they book you. You just start your own shit. I mean, I kind of yeah. feel like that's what me and BJ did. Yeah, absolutely, you know, man. That's where it's at. Definitely with chicken and chuckles. Fuck man. gatekeepers, dude. Make yeah. build your own build gate. Your own like, gate like it's yeah, it's it, it's a strange thing that like there's so much weird, um, there's so much weird sort of. Uh, uh, I mean, I just use the term gatekeeper, but like there, there's such a weird sort of like gatekeeping mentality that there can be and and indie like there may have been this at one point like before i moved to the city but but having lived in the city for a few months i don't really feel this so much anymore but like there are so many places in this city to be able to go up and and have effective spots mm -hmm. like it's really easy to and I, I literally just talked about this yesterday but like you know, yeah, you can go to like cities like New York and LA and do like 27 spots a week. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing 27 spots to people that don't really know you. give you feedback or don't really give you like, yeah, exactly. You need to get in front of people that don't know you and don't have like, um, but if you're doing, it doesn't matter if you're doing 27 spots a week, if you're not practicing and building new stuff, I, I would much rather do one or two mics a week where I make major changes and like I actually try out new things and I make them effective sets as opposed to like trying to do those 27 or whatever, like, you know, two, three mics a night. Like, 
yeah, I get that's, you know, um, that's hard work and stuff, but until you're, until you're to a level where like, you know, you're either getting paid to do multiple spots a night, or you know that each of those spots is going to be an effective set where you know you get better. You're kind of like digging your wheels, yeah, and yeah. it's like you, you gotta you gotta live life to write new material. So it's like, you know, if your life is open mics, that's it's gonna stay open mics. It's gonna stay that shit. You exactly right, man. It, it hey, you 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 hit it right on the nail. So my question to you is, any advice for new comedians coming to the game? Like, what's something that you can say to a new comedian that wasn't given to you because obviously a lot of us started out not knowing what the fuck we were doing. I mean, I feel like I had like the worst start because I literally had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. And I didn't know how to like go about it. Like everybody would just look at me and be like, it's this guy. You know what yeah. I mean? And I didn't give a fuck because I, in my mind, I knew I got more money than you motherfuckers. I'm funnier than you motherfuckers. And, <laughs> Fuck y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. That, that, that was my mindset. Yeah. And then when I realized, like, all these people were leapfrogging me, I'm like, well, fuck, what, what has to change? And then I started, like, trying to do the shit like you're supposed to do, like, paying my dues and buying yeah. shit at the club, even though it was disgusting and sure. shit like that. And then I realized, like, oh, this ain't the way. Really, all it is is just the funny. And then yeah. how you how you approach it and how you do it. So, like, anything you got for any new comedians in the game that's wanting to get into comedy or something, like, a good thing to not do? Yeah. Um, I mean, if I was going to be saying something to, like, someone, if someone were to tell me, hey, I'm going to go do my first open mic, do you have, I would say, um, the first things first is, and I think I maybe even heard Chappelle say this. So like if, if it's something that you've heard, then by all means, but I think it was probably some of the best advice is before you can be found funny, you have to be found likable. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that you kiss ass. That doesn't mean that you, you know, talk about, you know, uh, non taboo topics or you do clean comedy. No, like I like, like the perfect example to me is Bill Burr. Bill Burr and even Dave Chappelle both talk about some of the most controversial shit that you can talk about in the game of comedy. But when they step on that stage, those people like them. Like they're likable people. They're nice people. Like they're they're respectful to the people around them. They don't have like you know this this uh, air about them where like they you know are holier than thou. Like. Like being likable is not only one of the easiest things to do, it's also one of the most important because when you, if you want to get booked and you want to go on the road and you want to do this sort of stuff, people have to be able to hang out with you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you, you, you have to be nice and, and like personable, even, even off stage because the stuff on stage, you're going to be able to work on. And that, that is too, that to me is too subjective for me to really put a, put a comment on. I don't know if I would just look at someone and be like, you need to hit these points. You need to talk about this. You need to do that. I think it's more or less find your comfort zone, go for the funny before it's shocking. If it's funny, the shocking will come like, 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 like be funny before you're reaching for shock value and just be likable. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, don't like, don't tell the audience if the audience doesn't laugh, it's not because they're dumb. You know what I mean? It's because you just didn't fit into their vibe. You could have delivered your material the best way you could have. But if the audience just happens to be 
you know, off the mark. You can't get mad at the audience, you know? I guess that's one of the don't do's that I would definitely do is like, I've seen comedians actively get mad at the crowd when their jokes don't <laughs> land. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, you're digging laugh. a hole for everybody now. But like, but yeah, right. be likable. That's that's really the top thing I would tell people. Just be likable. The top thing I, now that I am part of a open mic, don't don't go over your time. You're yes, don't run the light. Know, know what the yeah, know what the yeah. light means. Because Nate, if he's flashing the light six times in my eyes, I start to get shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, there, if he he has, go, there he goes again, just getting shitty just because. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, I mean, but you're right though. You're yeah. Right, yeah. Though. But I like one thing. I when I first started doing it, uh, I timed everything out to four minutes. Yeah. That way, I'm not getting a standing ovation, right? So yeah. I, I don't have to. I don't have to worry about no ovation. Small little laugh. That way you may go four thirty. Yeah. And you're out if you finish early, the person's gonna be like, Oh wow, cool. They you know, yeah knew they kinda get it. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, and that kind of fits into being likable because no one likes someone who runs a light. Speak like, clearly, too. Yeah. Yeah. Enunciate, you know, don't be a marble mouth, but also, you know, listen to other comics. Not everything every other comic's going to tell you is, is valuable, nor should it always be taken. But if a comic walks up to you and is willing to offer you a note, you know, just be like, hey, thanks. I appreciate it because one of two things, either that comic likes your stuff enough to try and give you a shitty note to make it worse. Not that that's a regular thing, but you never know. Or they genuinely want to come up and give you a note. And it's like, it's either insincere and you don't need to take it, or it is sincere and you still don't need to take it. Uh, either way, they went out of their way to, you know, give you a note. So if a comic gives you a note, you know, acknowledge it and say, hey, thanks, and then go from there. But yeah, don't run the light and don't be an asshole. And be nice Definitely. to the DJ. Sure, absolutely, one hundred percent. Be lucky we got DJs, motherfuckers, because yeah. a lot he of may these be mics... funnier than you, right? Yeah. You, the last thing you do is is he'll uh, cut I, your I, mic off. I love the burns, though. Yeah, I love the, when you burn the motherfuckers. I love that shit. That's oh, yeah. Now some... I have a mic. Yeah, that's what and, I'm it, and it's going to be one of those where we're not going to have the like the Apollo where they'll just play you off. Like, oh, that, that shit was trash. Vicker, vicker, vicker. I've turned trash. Our new thing is if people go over and Nate's fly, I'm just turning their mic off. Like, I don't know what happened. Hey, man, they do that at all the clubs. I'm just be like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that's how the clubs rock, dude. I mean, but, I mean, that's pretty much what local open mics are for. You know, what I mean, yeah. get you to get, get you prepared for the actual club. I mean, unless, yeah, you, for are, sure. unless you are somebody, and the, this is just me being petty. Like, don't, don't, just don't act. Just be, don't be stupid. Yeah. Like, don't belittle other people just to belittle other people. That yeah. Mean, what I mean by that is, like, I've had a few times where people make a comment to me before they start their set, and I'm like, don't focus on me. Focus on your dumbass jokes that are not funny. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's not the other thing. Though. A lot of people, like, the people that I've met a lot of people at Chicken and Chuckles that are really cool, and I will go out of my fucking way for them. Hey, what do you need me to do? I got you. It's yeah. about treating people the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, oh, I, I was just gonna say, uh, I was just gonna say that the the other thing I would tell comics starting out is prepare to fail. Like, yeah. w- like, like you need to be in a space mentally where you walk into the night being like, if I get no laughs tonight, it's okay. 
because it has to be. If you can't handle failure, you're never going to be able to grow. In well, in that's that's almost in in any art or aspect of life. If you can't handle failure, it's just going to eat you up. But especially in comedy, uh, because I, you know, it's it's like what ten to one bits that work, maybe twenty to one mm-hmm. bits that work. You write a premise, and like I've had the premise Toddler Fight Club for four years, and I think that it would be hilarious to write a bit around the premise of Toddler Fight Club, but I just can't do it. I can't make toddler fight club funny but like you know i feel you on that because i got this and bj knows this wrestling joke about the lucha brothers and how the announcer roses r's when he's announcing some of the wrestlers and like i swear sometimes it hits hard sometimes i don't get a fucking yeah at all (laughs) and it's just like goddamn like what do i gotta put to this joke i've wrote with motherfuckers i've had people i've had david brooks i was like dave hey man listen to this tell me what you think He's like, bro, you're saying it the right way. I think you just got to, like, cut out the dead weight. Cut out the dead weight. Oh, we yeah. don't get it. We don't understand the lucha. So then it's I a two-line it joke. Says, what the fuck? The only thing you need to know is the motherfucking R's roll, goddammit. That's yeah. it, you know? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's one of those things where, like, uh, yeah, you're not always going to do well. You need to be prepared, you know, to walk away and record your shit. Um, oh, and the biggest thing for open micers, don't post your open mic sets. Don't post a fucking open mic set. Yeah, there, I can't tell you how many open micers there are, not even just in this scene, but in multiple scenes that I see just every time they go to an open mic and they film it, they're just like, yes, I have content. It's like, no, you have 12 videos of the same three minutes that no one's laughing at. And it's like, it's like, come on. You know, you just kind of like part of this job is content creation. Now you kind of got to know, know something about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, putting out the same putting out the same three minutes as your, as your, you know, as your content each week, like, you know, but then also when you put stuff out, you got to be kind of careful of, uh, you know, if someone, if you become known for like an, like a viral, you know, uh, social media joke or whatever, you got to be careful that you, you know, don't burn it because you need to be able to use it on stage. I don't know. It's a really weird balance that I don't know that much about. I just know that you shouldn't post your open mic sets. I just, Here's so. the thing, I don't despise it. I I respect anybody that puts the time into their craft. The thing I hate, I'm not even going to say hate, the thing I just don't understand is how you can put someone on stage, you know, to represent your club that don't really got 20 minutes yeah. at all. Yeah. And how you can just, just because that person has some type of following, yeah. that you think that following is going to actually come to the club based off of this person's page. Yeah. But you know... You know this motherfucker worked your club and can't make nobody laugh. Yeah. He can have all the opportunities in the world, but this motherfucker don't make no one laugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. Like Yeah, no, I I mean and that's a that's a wild thing. I talked to uh crazy. Who was I talking to? I think it was like Mandy McKelvey or something to talk to recently about this. Um just the the way that like um, so many comedy clubs, those Wednesday and Thursday nights, Wednesday nights you saw are open mic nights. Thursday nights are supposed to be like uh, uh, local showcase nights. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, Saturday, even a mat- couple matinees, maybe early shows Sunday is your headliner for the weekend. Like that's like the standard sort of like club structure. And these Thursday nights and these Wednesday nights are getting, you know, uh, TikTokers coming in, which I understand. Clubs got to make money. They got to bring people in to sell the chicken tenders. I get it. 
That's 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 the nature of the business. Get chicken wings. Yeah, there. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's your two, it's a two item minimum. It's there for a reason because we need to keep our comedy clubs. But like, uh, no, I I totally get what you're saying. Like, how can some of the, like wh- like what do they do? Just do they do their TikToks like live? They, they they like reenact the TikToks. Like, I don't know. It's wild. I've never seen one of their shows, so I very well could be talking out of my ass, and they could be amazing. They like like imagine that'd be hilarious if like some like like cheesy tiktoker shows up and they actually do like a carlin quality hour <laughs> and it's like but i would put this online but no one clicks on it so it's like and like i said i'm not hating on them because i know sure. they got no i agree get day. your money and get I mean, your room sold Young yeah Fly. i mean shit man he's yeah. been doing comedy for it since 2016 now he's a household fucking name who's that dc young fly oh yeah he's yeah, a yeah. household fucking name and yeah shit the motherfucker probably do more crowd work than he do actually real structured sure. jokes. Oh but yeah, you know how he didn't have to go through that all those hoops and barrels. He did the social media way, and I respect him before yeah. because he actually put the time and the craft into doing the actual stand up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and there's a ton of the comics that are like at the top of that, um, that are at the top of the game right now, like the like the arena people and the and the big theater people that. Uh, you know, wouldn't be where they are without podcasting, mm-hmm. like, like, and, and that is really just you know a couple steps away from TikToks. It's just a, mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of a longer form version, it's a long form but version. like, uh, it's it's a longer form version and requires a little bit more into it than just you a six get, second video. But Ari, like, you got Ari, yeah, uh, Tom Segura, like his uh, following was massive. Off, a lot of it's based off their appearances on Rogan. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, you right. get on, you get on a good, you get featured on a good show. So I, I keep cutting all y'all. No, no, no. Uh, you're, if you, you feature know, on fine. a good show, I mean, shit, that take you anywhere. Yeah. Like if I ain't gonna lie, if I had an opportunity to be on one of those these guys' podcasts, hell yeah, I'll blow it out the park. Dude, I love Tom Segura, man. He's he he genuinely is one of the people that I look up to most yeah. in the game. Yeah, I'm glad I found him through Bert, and then I found Tom, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, this guy yeah. is next yeah. level. He's next level. In yeah. fact, like the 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 Uncle Buck's house moniker is sort of a nod to the YM to yep. to, to the your mom's house sort of fucking structure that he does. He's like, oh shit. I'm not only bomb ass at comedy. My wife is good at comedy. We have a hilarious podcast. Let's build all these people up around us. I, I mean, Doctor Drew didn't need built up, but he brought in Doctor Drew. Danny Brown's got a whole new yeah. badass show because of him. Like, um, fucking shout out to Danny Brown. Uh, uh, fucking, um, and he just has like this whole sort of like conglomerate of shit that he puts together well, just because it, like he he's also, like why do i just need to do stand-up when i can do all this other shit he was one of the first person that really they said was responsible for what's his name they got kicked off andrew uh, oh uh tate yeah 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 he he had andrew tate on and one of my favorite parts about i i don't like ymh is a massive podcast so i'm not going to explain ymh but like their ability to like bring satire on and be satirical to the satire and they don't even know that they're being satirical is genius. Like bringing on like to hear Christina P talking to Andrew Tate and just being like, Oh yeah, no, you're totally right. Yeah. Women are stupid as fuck. And he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, you get it. And she's just like, yeah, no, you're totally right. And the whole, and the meanwhile, everyone's laughing at him. That's my shit because I love satire. I'm like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, you know, I, someone today, someone today, uh, I said, Hey, uh, I said, do you smoke uh, camel menthol with the filter? Yeah. He's like, well, I'm, I'm picking those. Well, I, I, 
he goes, I stopped throwing them on the ground today. I was like, well, I want to appreciate, I really want to thank you and commend you for stop littering as of today. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. And walked away. And he, he didn't know, he didn't know what to do. He didn't know. I was like. Yeah. You want to hear a fucked up story? Wait, you, you, you talking about cigarette butts and littering reminded me of this. And, and this is sort of out of left field, so I apologize for digressing. But when I was a day camp counselor uh, at the YMCA, it was me and one other college kid. We were both like 18, 19 years old and 22 six- and seven-year-olds for an entire summer. Yeah. Uh, um, and so we're, we're – uh, I didn't think you were going to go rob my house. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so um, it's just us, and we say we hear that we're going to do – a field trip downtown is going to be anti-smoking. It's an anti-smoking field trip. We're like, okay, whatever. Um, we're both like hungover <laughs> because we're home from college and just this is our job. And so we show up and we go downtown and they're like, okay, split up into these groups and you need to take the, don't do any of the work for the kids, but they're going to be picking up cigarette butts from around downtown. Oh. So they give them all like latex gloves and a bucket and they just go around with their hands picking up cigarette butts, putting them in a bucket. And then at the end of the day, uh, I mean, at the end of like the hour or whatever, we were out doing this. And yeah, just imagine like 80 kids in a town center just picking up cigarette butts and for free. Like they're paying to do this. The parents are paying for this to be their child's entertainment. And then they walk up and then everyone dumps their bucket in the middle of the stage uh, on the just the middle of the stage in the center, town center, and there's just this giant pile of cigarette butts, and they're like, "Did you know that there's enough cigarette butts on Earth to reach to the moon and back?" And it's like, you know, I mean, I guess that makes sense. And so, like, all the kids were just really more grossed out by the fact that they just picked up cigarette butts than to like actually catch any of the educational like part of it. So they're like, "I'm just fucking gross now. I got to go back and have the rest of my day with these fucking cig hands." And the funny part is, some of those cigarette butts were smoked by like two or three people. Yeah, think about it. I throw one of mine down. Homeless guy, sure, right stuff. He's gonna smoke yeah. smoke it to the fucking the Yeah, filter. and this is the, the filter. filter too. This was downtown Anderson. This was downtown Anderson. I'm like, nowadays you'd be liable to find a needle down there. <laughs> I'm like I'm like, could you imagine paying to send your child to day camp? They come back and they're like, Yeah, we picked up cigarette butts downtown in the middle of August. It was a great time to spend your money. They took us to the McDonald's on Jackson Street, too. <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. of you may get that. Yeah. Some of you may Yeah, not. we all got a happy meal and trauma. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I, could, I, I was trying to think of anything as a child that I did, then I'm older. I'm like, why, why did we do that? Yeah. I think every kid should go through scared straight, but I think they do it wrong. <laughs> I think if they add in the rape aspect of it, I, I oh, think some damn. kids would really understand. Yeah, talk about Tom Segura. His fucking uh, scared straight bit is one of my favorites yes. of all time. Hold my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah. he feels like how I feel about a lot of things because I catch myself, and Nate, this is what Nate always says. is like I'm just like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like I, I don't know who you are, but I just called you an idiot. 
Yeah. What was that Chappelle skit where they did like trading kids or something? It was like trading spouses, but like they took, no, 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 it was trading spouses. They just had kids in the mix. So like they were taking care of each other's kids and he dropped him off in the hood. I'm like, that would be a, that would be a, that would be a scare straight, just like little white kids getting dropped off in the hood and they have to like make their way to the bus station. Ever since I started been having Nate and then a pack cast come over here and my kids no longer act as black as they used to. I scare them straight. There you go. Oh, that's funny. No, the funny, yeah. The I can just imagine a kid named Chad just being like, excuse me, can you tell me where the bus station is? Hell no. <laughs> hey, just want to need you to know, I got this uh, package here. I need you to go see Louie on uh, 33rd Street. <laughs> you'll, meet, you'll meet a man named Garcia. What about, He's going to tell you what to do next. What about, the, speaking of the podcasting world, is what about the uh, resurgence of Louis C.K. on public now? He's fucking, I guess He's everywhere. He forgot. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was on some of the biggest podcasts there is. Yeah, I mean, he straight up went on YMH and just m- didn't mock the whole thing. Like, he was straight up like, no, I, I, gr- I, I'm a new person. Like, I definitely grew, you know, out, out of this. But also at the same time, he's like, there were people that were committing way worse atrocities than this that, like, you know, are still working. And so he's just like, I have to take it for what it is. And he was he was like... You could tell he was, uh, you know, definitely it regretted what happened, but at the same time, you can tell that he was just like, yeah, I think they kind of. Well, stop thinking about it. FX gave him his show. Yes. The post on his um, gave it. Didn't, yeah. He didn't have to buy it. Yeah. He, they gave him his show so he could uh, put it on his website. Website, and he gets resident or residuals from them watching on the website. Him on Andrew Schultz was was funny. Yeah, because Schultz will go after anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, I enjoy that show. Yeah, um, I did see like I did see him on YMH and uh, um, has he done Rogan yet? No. no. Um, but I uh, YMH is is kind of creeping up there. Like like it's more. It's almost like it's uh, more trendy. Yeah. To go on. Either be a either be a guest host on Two Bears One Cave, mm-hmm. I've noticed, or go to Schultz, or go to or be with uh, Tom. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I said, and then like I haven't listened, watched Rogan, but I watch. I listen to Two Bears. Sure, because like to me, Bert is like a lot of friends that I have. Yeah, and I feel for Tom. Like I know it's like that's uh yeah a good. So you yeah. almost drank yourself to death. Yeah. 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 How many drinks did awesome. you have last week? Awesome. Oh, cool. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Tuesday. No. Um, no. I. I. Uh, yeah. It's it's wild the the way that those have kind of like like just grown, but also like the way YMH, YMH does those like live shows yep. and stuff too. Like it, it's just such a cool model that they have, and also because they're funny as shit, and because they never because they went so like shocking and like some of the early ymh episodes oh, yeah. there's no way they'd be able to do now just because like they've had to go back and, and squash a couple of those old episodes just because youtube was like ah we were we're different people now like <laughs> um but like but um but yeah a lot of those i actually one of my uh this is so I've been on YMH twice. I've been uh, I've submitted things that they featured on there twice, which is pretty cool. Musical submissions that I did, but I fucked up and didn't use my whole name. 
So when they said, oh, this was sent in by, I put Kyle B on both of those because I'm like, I don't know, they're going to like edit it and they don't need to know my full name. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? You got to put it on it. I got to put my name, my social media, everything. Why does Kyle B sound like a fucking heartthrob? Yeah, Cal B's coming in. Cal B on the radio. It's Nights with Cal B. Yeah. Lay down, baby. Yeah, about to play some hollow notes. Get your fucking. We just made all their panties wet right there. I'm finna put my beef in your burrito. Baby, lock them doors and turn them last. All right, so I played a game over the weekend. So I took my mom home on the way back. We were listening to country on the way down like mm-hmm. like for when i was younger because we talked about how on sunday she'd always make breakfast we would listen to wkkg top 100 country was i a country fan no but it's your mom's house you respect your mom you listen to what your mom listens to so on the way back i went through 80s and 90s country oh hell yeah and tried to see how many songs that i knew the lyrics to holy shit yep all of them and then i went to like 90s alternative then i went to 90s hip-hop and then i was like I know, like, there was some shit I haven't heard forever. Like, it was like a, a Marty Stewart song. I was like, yeah. oh, I know this one. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, Marty Stewart. And his Texas Gentleman is the name Have of his band now. Have you seen him lately? He's, uh, yeah. he's really dressing like Elvis. Oh, he's not only dressing like Elvis. He's got the hair. He's got the, like, mullet. He's got, he has one of the fanciest mullets and I think I've seen recently. People still rocking those? So I saw, oh, well, my <laughs> uncle used to wear suits just like that. Uh, but they were it's before bedazzled it's mm-hmm. where they had to sew on rhinestones each, each individual one yep my uh and they have a record i still haven't been, i asked for it i still haven't been able to get it they had they actually put out one gospel yeah. album and i want it so bad uh marty stewart and his texas gentlemen were in brown county like a year ago and i really wanted to go at that new brown county music center down there um that would have been a would have been a whole lot of fun uh but yeah he wears some of the most he's one of the like He's like, as far as fashion goes, he's like the country Elton John. Yeah, he dre- yeah he dresses like, uh, like he plays the Grand Ole Opry every day. Oh yeah, he yeah exactly. <laughs> he dresses for the Opry, uh, nearly every day. I, I bet he's just drinking coffee in the morning in a three piece suit, and a bolo tie, yeah. just like with that feathered, beautiful salt and pepper, like more gray now, uh, fucking mullet of his. I th- I, it looks like he would wake up look like Eric Roberts in a movie, just hair everywhere, just all yeah. coked out of his mind. <laughs> yeah. Then- Michael Douglas would play him in a movie, I think. <laughs> Michael Douglas. <laughs> yeah. But they'd have to do like the uh they'd have to do the uh uh like the age editing like they did in Ant Man and Wasp. That dude's old as shit. No, it's it's funny. Like I said I it's but one thing I do want to bring up though, it's like what's scary like I got burnt out on doing like these like because it started to feel like a job sure and i got burned out on producing them being on them promoting them talking about them and then like i just got burnt mm-hmm. and i, I and i take i'm gonna take a vacation here in a few on october 10th or whatever and like i just like i want to redo the studio try something different but i and i started working with some other people and it's just the problem is is like i'm an asshole the reason I'm an asshole is I expect people to be on time. I expect people to like. Why are you talking about me? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I expect people to put in. He wasn't until now. <laughs> but then again, I go through and God I look at. It. I look at. I look at like the real life too, because like if if your life like is in shambles, yeah. then how could you take on another project? Yeah, because most people that like 
start a podcast or start everybody has a podcast now unfortunately unfortunately you fix your sound you know who has the worst podcast who's that baseball commentators <laughs> they literally their job is to do 162 podcasts a year God, and man. and and they're all three they're all three hours long with the worst pacing <laughs> you've ever heard like i watch uh I watched a baseball. Well, I went to a baseball game the other day, and while I was in the uh, an Indians game, and while I was in the concourse, you can hear the commentators talking about the game, and I'm like, "Holy shit! That's basically a podcast. They're just at yeah. they're just recording a podcast at a baseball game and brilliant. talking about it." I've never I never thought of it that way. Yeah, uh, it's a, yeah. Uh, uh, Nate Robinson um, signed a three year contract three years ago. Uh, I'm ready to cut me loose. No, that's not the thing. <laughs> but they have to make—they have all these notes. Uh, it sounds like he is going to look like an extension. If not, they're going to move him up. Uh, there's a shot to left field. You know, you're just caught like, by number seventeen. Uh, up next, we've got uh, really the shortest guy on the team. I bet he can uh, really scoot, though. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> really scoot. And, but but then they're all old white guys, so they're like, "This is uh, Jamal, fastest kid on the team." What? What the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about, Carl? You need to get out of here. Nope. Vin uh, Scully. No, he was a gem. Sorry. I bet, I bet sorry he can rob a bank. <laughs> uh, sorry, sure for can the, feel. sorry for those con, con, comments. Uh, don't forget Darla's Bell Bonds. Yeah. When your hey. loved one goes away, call Darla. This hey. Friday is, <laughs> this Friday is uh, King Griffey Jr. bobblehead night at the ballpark. Uh, if they all look like Barry Bonds, don't worry about it. It's definitely King Griffey Jr. And don't, and don't forget on Sunday, it's... Uh, you can win a prize if you catch a special needs kid in the outfield. Oh, oh I ha- you're gonna get us canceled, man! I have a hilarious. That's the first one no. that I've said in a while, in a long time. Because in my head, I thought about you know the grease pig, like a group on the farm. They used to throw us in there try to catch a pig. See, what are you gonna throw the peanut butter falcon in there? Hey, yeah, and, you, <laughs> and if you can take him down, you win season tickets. Hey, look, oh, Kyle, this, this is why me. This is why me and him. That's I hate a new to special Olympics I love, event. I love him to death. But this is why me and him will never be able to get like syndicated, because I'm gonna say something homophobic, and he's gonna say something like out of the park, racist or not racist, but oh, I, no, prejudice I, I, or just I, I like all the way all the dark, like yeah. dark, dark, like cut the lights off, dark, like dark, just dark over. like the Eddie Murphy brothers. I get it. Settle dark down. like Ari Spears' eye. Darkness. Uh, I've got a I've got another funny story from that game the other night, and it goes along. It goes. It's kind of a racist story. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, but yeah. love it. It's the, Bring it's it up. The, but this, it's this on the, the. But the racist part is on the warning, on the ballpark. It. Here we go. Here we go. This is so funny. So uh, it was Jurassic Night at the ballpark. Jeez. So they had Ed's dinosaur friends, and if you've ever seen one of these. Like, I don't know how many of you have ever taken your kids or something to go see, like, the dino experience at whatever museum. Yeah. And uh, I don't have kids. I just go by myself. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just go and walk around and enjoy the exhibits, and, I and swear. You, ta- you talk about the island you have. You? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, my friend Epstein helped me get it. No. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, on? yeah, basically this guy acts like a fake trainer, and there's all these dudes in these, like, way too realistic... Uh, dinosaur fucking um, outfits and so it was Jurassic Night there were dinosaurs everywhere and in between one of the inning breaks they were like doing the lookalike celebrity lookalike Jurassic uh, Park edition oh, shit. so uh, the first one pops up it's like the little curly haired kid from the new ones they find a curly haired kid the second one is like Chris Pratt 
and they find some like white dude that was like good looking with a beard. The next one's Dr. Wu and you saw them panicking. They're like looking for any Asian person in the fucking ballpark and then they just cut to the old head, the old white guy from the first one. They just don't even, they don't find an Asian in the ballpark at all. But what's hilarious is the very next, uh, the very next batter is the only Asian on either team named Hoy Park. And oh I'm like, God. I'm like, the, you, you couldn't put it on the guy who's up to bat? Like, that's the whole, that would have been, that would have been awesome. But because you jumped off it, you <laughs> you looked weird as hell. You look really <laughs> suspicious there, Indian, in the Indians. Someone got fired on that one. Yeah. You didn't pre-plan? They were like, the, they were here. Yeah. They left. Yeah, they were totally here. No, they were selling roses. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, that was, uh, Please don't cancel me. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, they were talking about, uh, the queen died or whatever. That's not the point. But anyways, they were talking about like people got stuff or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I, it's sad news. Uh, pr- uh, King Charles got the billion dollar estate. And then, mm-hmm. um, the, the one, whatever his name is, got a, uh, his dad stuff or whatever. And I was like, all Prince Andrew got was a plane in an Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And How got, fucking weird is all that? He got to wear military. Well, Nate stepped out, so I know we can get deep in the woods here for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he got to wear... He was there even in the military. The fucking kid that was in the military served two terms, and, and they were... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's... And I watched what they were saying about his wife or mm-hmm. whatever. They was like... They, I guess the British press at one point said straight out of Compton. About Meghan Markle? Yeah. Like when oh, they my first God. Met, stuff like that. And she... And I love the fact that she wore exactly what Diana wore. Um, uh, during like one of the queen's addresses or something like that, when when she was like when she was openly against the monarchy, um, and that's a whole fuck. Like D- Diana should be queen right now. Like yeah. that's so fucked the way that all went down. I'm pretty sure. I like I have a gut feeling that the fucking that the the monarchy just had her off. She even said they're never gonna let me be queen. Well, they they even and yeah, she even especially knowing who her husband's best friend yeah. was and what the fuck Prince Andrew was. Yeah. You know, around like I mean, you couldn't just knowing you couldn't leave your kids with their uncle. What the fuck? They serve no purpose. Yeah, but they they get a they get a grant basically. Right now, it's up to like a dollar twenty six per person, and it's like fifty. They get like fifteen percent off of like tourism and other things like that. So it really doesn't cost the British people that much. But like when Prince Charles came in, and you saw the from like other places or whatever, like yeah, we don't fucking care. Like yeah, like the other, like they. That's the funny part is is we we live in a society now, and they're like ah, you're fucking Americans. I get it. it we had Trump, and we've had Biden, and Hillary, we've had all these people or whatever. Yeah. Right. But this dude at seventy some years old still has his fucking toothpaste put on a t- toothbrush for him. Yep. His underwear is fucking. Even Trump didn't do this shit. Yeah. And we want to talk. He's about he. He's like my mummy. That's I was my mummy. He was like I was brought up like this. Yeah. And I'm like just cause, okay. I was brought up in a farming household, semi racist household. But it doesn't mean I went into farming and, and yeah you know, yeah. You know, that's like, well, I'm from Germany, so I... You know, yes, I yeah, yeah, I've got German roots, therefore, fuck you guys. Uh, yeah, but, no. But no, I was like, in the the, the monarchy is, is like, yeah. it, it's, it just serves no purpose. Absolutely. I think he, only thing he does, all the thing they do is bring in, um, when Parliament comes into session, if I'm correct. Yeah. But they actually have no, they have no real power or authority Well, whatsoever. like, there's, there's like some weird, I read something the other day that, that like, um... If 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 he wanted to, 
he could like walk into parliament one day and just reclaim power like as a like last ditch effort to like save the country yeah there's some sort of like fail safe but at the same time i'm like i'm like that that's like that's like also this from probably the same type of people that were like yeah no trump could do this 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 and this and he's still actually the 19th president like what Oh man, but, I, I love know. watching the Trump rallies. What people say? Oh my God, dude! Like, this, I'm not even. I'm not mocking Trump, I'm dude. Just, I think he's gonna win 24. Oh, he will, dude. He's gonna win fucking 2024. He's gonna be the only person that's gonna win 2024 and still be in jail. The only way he, here's here's the here's my sort of like you know how my conspiracy brain works. I think something's gonna happen to Biden between now and like early 2024 he's just gonna wander off (laughs) well i i I think he's gonna be i think he's gonna be found uh mentally unfit to serve i I think he's gonna have some sort of i think we're gonna see some sort of incident where he like says something wild or something and then he's gonna have an evaluation and it's gonna be that he is just mentally unfit to serve because of whatever dementia or whatever and then kamala harris will assume the uh presidency and I think that they are going to pick whoever they can get as the best because because at that point, the Speaker of the House doesn't just move up to VP. I mean, they do for the end of that term, but the uh, sitting president can pick a VP to run as with incumbent. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, who else would the Democrats be able to pull out that would be like Michelle Obama would be a kick-ass, like a Harris-Obama ticket? I, w- I, I, I hate that politically because I don't agree with either one of them. I think that it would be pandering for the black vote, honestly, um, because like Kamala Harris is one of the most anti-black community like po- po- like politicians out there, which sucks because it's literally, you know, um, you know her demographic. And so... Like, um, like, yeah, I think they could pull anything out of the left field to, I, to try and I make this thing happen. Yeah, I guess, like I said, is wow, <laughs> or like a Clinton Harris ticket. No, like, I, I like yeah, I, I, I think, think Hillary's I think done. I think, she's yeah, smart. The, the 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 Clintons have lost too much credibility. I don't know. Well, no, yes and no, but the other thing is, Hillary's Hillary, she lost, shut up after like the first nine yeah. months or whatever. Yeah, and then she just went, hey, I'm about to get this canceled. Yeah. Why? First of all, we tired of you, Hillary, bitch. Hell yeah, you, fuck you, Hillary Clinton. You've been nominated since the eighties. Yeah, bitch. No, she Bill. Stuck, she stuck by her man. I mean, look, by look at him and her. Man. <laughs> I know, yeah. but it's like, no, no more Clintons, please. They plus yeah. they kill people. Um, yep. They all kill. We, we don't need. Don't, we don't need true. Trump part two. No, we don't well, need. I, that see, shit. that's what I was just saying. Is I think we're going to. Yeah. Is what's fucked up. But it's like. No, we've we've already had it, and it's like the Trump. What Trump did, even though it was like, I will say this: he he's, he did a lot for black people. He did do a lot for black people because he. That's why you see a lot of black businesses flourishing and stuff like that. Like, yes, he definitely gave us the money to do what we were supposed to do with it. But the problem is that systematic racism that he's spreading across the world, that propaganda bullshit, yeah. like nobody wants to go through that shit again. But I don't but the problem is he in my opinion he's not a racist, right? 
He's not. He's a businessman. Yeah, but what I'm saying is though, is black people spend money too. That's where he's at. He's like, I, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, he, yeah. It's all about business. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but, it's the it's the it's the love of money. My, it's the yeah, thing. Yeah. My point is, people that listen to us and, and we make satire or joke, or, sure, or whatever, and then Tommy hears it, and then Tommy's like, oh yeah, I love those guys. They don't like Jews, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't say that. Yeah. But, but the funniest part is, like I was talking about, I think it's called the Palmer Report. Maybe it's not on Twitter. I think it's a different, the oh, whatever. They go to Trump rallies and just interview people. Yeah. It's unedited and it's hilarious. The JFK coming back was fucking hilarious. Yeah. JFK, yeah. JFK Jr. Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other one was like uh, one guy blamed Obama for 9 11. And he was still a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't even, yeah. He was yeah, nowhere near like presidency. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm yeah. like, and like if I'm pres like if I'm President Trump like and I'm like I love these people yeah you know why yeah, yeah oh for sure ignorant. there's and a new thing that that he just posted at his rally where he says uh, Donald J Trump uh, Christ Christ like or something like that like yeah. he basically the 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 flyer or the photo souvenir photo basically uh, put him as a godlike yeah if he wins if he becomes president again the world is fucked. Cause it's like I know there's I'm, no there's no such thing. When Trump Trump showed everybody in America that you can do anything as mm-hmm. long as you got money. If you got yeah. money, you all can right, do, good. You said the second piece. Yeah, if you can do anything, like you could be anybody you want as long as you got a little bit of yeah. cash. Oh, for sure. He showed us that. But yeah, the cash and motivation. Obama motivated him. I yeah. I do think that I will blame Obama for a Donald Trump presidency. Yeah, I will say that he motivated his ass. He yeah. definitely motivated him. To shit. He said, "I'll be one thing you'll never be." Yeah. President. President. Okay. Okay. Cool, motherfucker. All right, bet. Watch how much money I got, bitch. Hey, yeah. he did it. Is your silent broke on that? I can't get my shit together. Fucking can't, can't get right over there. <laughs> yeah, and I don't you, know, man. It's gonna be wild. You don't have to wear Jordans with every outfit, Nate. We get it. You have Jordans. I would if I could. I mean, got they comfortable. Okay? Well, we'll quit wearing that's... fake ones in here. Please. First of all, they're not fake, <laughs> motherfucker. These are real, and I would never buy fake shit. Yeah, that's yeah. Secondly, I know. Gotta p- stop hating. Hey, and, I, you, and you know what? You probably want a pair. No, I, I never That's what had it a pair. Is. I hey, I know what size shoe you wear. I know Pookie on thirty eighth. All right, I know the same guy you do. That's that racist shit again. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, and you probably what, know Pookie. What size, what size shoe you wear? Actually, eleven and a half. You wear the same size as me. I don't wear Jordans, bro. I'm gonna get you. A you pair know of why Jordans. I'm pissed off? This is why I'm pissed off. One, uh, over Speedway Shopping Center, they have JD's, which is another sporting goods store, right? In the fucking front, what do they have? Jordan. New Balance. Yeah. What New Balance do they have? The ones I've been wearing for three or four years. But they what, what they used to cost fifty nine ninety nine. Now they're fucking hundred dollars. So fuck you under. Uh, I would fuck yeah, you young fuck kids. Fuck Jordans. Yeah. But that's the key. That's that's the problem. And then too, you can't just get mad at the fact that shit's going up. Everything's fucking going up. Air Force Ones are like hundred and thirty dollars. But the kids made New Balances popular again. No, then, Chinese people make, I mean, Japanese people make new, but have you ever been to, I've been to Japan. God damn it. Everything that isn't popular here is popular there. Because it you, breaks people, their, it breaks look, their first. But look though. They're all people, rocking Stefan Marbury. I'm saying. They rocking Marbury. They rocking fucking um, Steph Curry's. They the rocking Starberry. fucking Skechers. Like they, they're really rocking. And they sell them for like, Jordan. it'd be a fucking line of people. They got those Shaquille O'Neal ones. That's how they sound. They also no, they sell their... <laughs> no, right, but they are rocking the Reebok shacks, though. Oh, there those you Reebok go. ones is getting that. With the lightning on the side? Hell yeah, 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 yeah they're warm right now. I said that to my one of my buddies yesterday. I was like, are you wearing shacks? He's like, ah, oh, these are the Iversons. But like, they were real <laughs> That's bulky. That's hilarious. 
is. And I was like, okay. Oh, hey, hey uh, Iverson was getting bought. Hey, Iverson, at a time, Iverson was getting bought. And then here's the cool thing about Iverson. Once he turned 50, he get all that money. But here's the thing. Here's my point, though. So most people go right, right? They go towards the fads. They yeah. go towards the fashion. I go the opposite way. I try to find stuff people that people don't wear. They don't listen to. It's real. I'm a real annoying person. AP tells me that all the time. And Moy, uh, they're like, you always try to find shit that's not popular. And when it comes popular, we like it because you have a meltdown. Like, um, I like had John Mayer's demo CDs that we were passing around before his shit came out. Then he came out and blew up. And they're like, oh, you got the new John Mayer? And I'm like, fuck John Mayer. Come on, man. You ever seen his watch collection, though? Huh. Yeah, he, he spent a lot you of his money on watches. You can't say fuck a motherfucker and then be admired about his watch collection. <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all I was like, oh, Dick oh. Ride the motherfucker or hate him, guys. Nah, Donald that's... Trump is such a racist, but have you seen his house? Yeah, Jesus Christ, I tell you what. Hey, he got my respect. Fuck all his women, but you see his wife? Hey. You know, like... He has all my respect. He married, he buried his ex-wife on a golf course with all the documents. Hey. Love <laughs> him. Hey. Love him. Hey. Next to Hillary's emails. Yeah. Right. The I feel like they're secretly best friends, and they're just like doing this <laughs> whole- Best friends, man. Yeah. They they're fucking they're, doing they're all sit, that little ritual. They're sitting in a room like Hell this yeah. going, truth or dare, I dare you to bury your... <laughs> I dare you to kill your bitch. Done. She's done. Watch yeah. this. Absolutely. Do, does, it have to, does it have to be my hands? Uh, they're so small. Um, I, I, I dare you to have your bad You need to let that toupee go, too, man. And yeah. then what's up with all these granddaddies wanting to run for office? Like, nigga, retire. Man, yeah, have, that is retirement. Hey, if they, <laughs> it's Hollywood for ugly people. If they, if we have a president that has to wear adult diapers, that needs to be in the Constitution. You can't do it. Oh, speaking of, yeah. Speaking of adult diapers, did you guys know there's a store in Noblesville called My Inner Baby? Yeah, yeah, I do. Hell yeah, dude. That shit's fucking <laughs> hey, wild. What's that Crazy. sign on the way to Anderson? I went to Anderson today, and it says Uranus Chocolate or whatever. Yeah, Uranus Fudge Factory. The yeah. fuck? Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a, uh, there's... Two or three of them in the country, and there was uh, uh, there used to be this delicious candy and chocolate shop in Anderson called Goods, um, Goods uh, Ice Cream and Candy. And the guy went on went on the internet and uh, posted this big post where he's talking about how he can't find good help because all the little girls are taught by their mom uh, that they're either that they need to come into the workplace and they're either splitters or pukers, meaning that they come in and they either split up the uh, the um, camaraderie of the place with their kit cattery and their uh, conniving female ways, <laughs> or they come in the or they come I in there and words. they just talk about all their uh, problems on and dump them on people. So they're either a splitter or a puker. He's talking and he's specifically talking about the young ladies that work for him. And so the internet blows up and it becomes like this big story around uh, Anderson, Madison County. The news actually covers it, and it gets wow. to this point where the guy gets so much negative publicity that the other side, the fucking, the Trump effect, this is exactly the Trump effect, mm. is this guy became so hated that he increased the value of his business because Everything. because there were that many people that were just contrarian to the haters. So, like, the people that were legitimately, like, this guy's fucked up for saying what he said, were triggering those that are, that are like no cancel culture sucks <laughs> everyone should be able to do anything and say anything whenever um those people all came in and increased the value of his business and then he sold it and he Smart. sold it to uranus fudge factory wow and so i'm pretty sure that this guy took a page out of trump's book and just blew up this controversy to get 
one to get a bunch of people to come into his business to support his freedom of speech. Try to get out of debt, and then once he figured out he Dude, was out, amazingly out of debt, and he got on the money, news. He said, "Fuck this shit." Boom. I'm already. I already he, hate yeah. this shit anyway. So let me get the fuck. I'm out pretty of here. sure he created this controversy out of saying some bullshit, and then got Uranus Fudge Factory to come in, and they were just marketing genius. And like, uh, they yeah, it's called the Uranus Fudge Factory. It's on 53rd wow. Street. Um, I've heard they've got really good like candies and treats in there but it's all that sort of sexual innuendo joke like like uranus fudge factory like you know watch out we've got the nuts or like you know uh, that sort of shit well yeah we've got nuts for uranus fudge factory hell yeah, yeah yeah you'll go oh, that that's it you'll go nuts at uranus fudge factory you'll that's go right nuts at uranus. Oh, that's yeah odd. so i've never been in there but uh but I yeah that's it's absolutely a real place the door is probably an ass cheek <laughs> <laughs> it's got it an astronaut outside <laughs> right. but but here's the thing is it uses the planet yeah, the plan- as, yeah the, as, as the as the way it's okay. it's not it's not your anus yeah it's it's our anus that's right hey so the door open up <laughs> yeah, you open up the door it's not a bell it's a fart it's a, yeah. thanks for shopping oh it's so good bj yeah. we tell you looking up something no no i was getting everything i was setting something up okay oh, yeah. okay so no um buck so yes it's it's time for the shameless plug. Oh yes, shameless plugs. Uh, I do them all the time. I'm happy to have them. I'll tell you that right now. Hey, young comics, be happy for the opportunities that come across your way. Uh, so, like getting back to things you want to tell young comics. Hey, if you get an opportunity, fucking take it. It's not going to be the comedy store or whatever. But if someone is nice enough to be like, hey, you should come do comedy at my bar, even if it's an open mic, fucking go do it. Be seen. Go do shit. Anyway. Um, <laughs> hey, nah, that's that's yeah, that's, that's a that's, that's a handful. Yeah, that's a handful, a and mouthful. And, and, yeah, and and realize how much power that uh, that that I have. I need to recognize. Yeah, 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 for, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, I'm, about, I'm all about ruining careers now instead of building them. Boom. I mean, hey, which can be equally as valuable, dude? I'm telling you. Yeah. You know what? I think you're the antichrist. No, the Boom. antichrist photos right over there. <laughs> um, that scratch and sniff we just added it <laughs> oh that's great um, <laughs> yeah just added it right <laughs> oh, just added it stupid. oh that's great just add. um but yeah, shameless plugs. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Uncle Buck's House on all forms of social media. Uh, I don't do much on TikTok, but I do every now and then. Um, but Instagram and Facebook are the biggest place to catch up with what I'm doing. Also, visit the website ubhpresents.com slash buck. I always keep my dates and ticket links there. Um, also, you can find out all the stuff that UBH Presents does. Uh, upcoming comedy shows, um, not only that I'm on, but produce as well. As well as trivia, that's all at ubhpresents.com. As far as dates coming up, uh, here is the list. Uh, when's this coming out? Like tomorrow? Tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. I will have it out by noon, hopefully tomorrow. Okay, that's fine. That's the, I, that's I just didn't want to I didn't want to la- do any past be, dates. The, la- the latest will be noon tomorrow. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Thursday the 22nd, I'm going to be up in Muncie for uh, the Guardian Brewing Company show um, that benefits the Center for Great Apes. It's free. Donations if you feel like it. Um, that's a whole lot of fun. This Friday, I am uh, featuring for Shanda Sung at the Brick Room Comedy Club. Uh, those tickets are $10, and you can get those at the Brick Room CC, I believe. 
believe.com or just Google Brick Room Comedy Club uh, or just go to the website, ubhpresents.com uh, slash buck. And then let's see, on the 30th of September, I am going to be uh, closing out the um, Jokers and Smokers show, which I think you just did not too long mm-hmm. ago, right? Yep, I can't wait to do that. That's a lot of fun. I've heard that room is great. Yes. Um, oh, I thought you were doing porn when you sent me that name. My bad. It's comedy. <laughs> it was comedy. Oh, Smokers and Jokers. Uh, I hit the I hit the cigar. I was doing comedy. Hell yeah, dude! I'm Is gonna be on? I'm gonna do my best Bill Cosby without the rape. And don't, um, and don't forget Nate uh, to take uh, my gift, the Cuban, with you. Oh fuck yeah, dude! What are you talking about? Oh, the, the Cuban. Yeah, yeah I had yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It, I started getting headaches again, so I was like, I'm gonna give you the other Cuban. Plus, it's bigger. And mine was smaller, so we need to do it the right way. That's there you saying. go. You know, I, I, Symbolism's I, 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 there. Symbolism, hey, all today. You know, I, <laughs> hey, where your junks hang low? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tie up. it to info? No, um... Yeah, so uh, see, September 30th, I'm doing Jokers and Smokers, and then on October 1st, I am going to be doing, uh, yep, on October 1st, I am going to um, be uh, at Five's Tap House, that's a UBH Presents show featuring Lucas Waterfield, featuring Dyke Michaels. Hey, hey! Fuck Dyke. And, uh, (laughs) and, No, I love Dyke. Uh, yeah, literally beefing in whatever ever way he's willing to serve it. Uh, I will beef with Dyke <laughs> if he's willing to put it on a plate. Uh, Ooh, shit. Yeah, shout out to the hilarious and uh, culinary master Dyke Michaels. Um, and then, let's see, October 13th, um, I'm going to be at Almost Famous in Indy. That's my birthday, so come out and party with me. Um, and then I think after that, October 27th, I'm making uh, my mic debut at the Comedy Attic, which will be fun. So, nice. That's um, in Bloomington, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where I saw Bird. How at. the fuck you get on that yeah. motherfucker, uh, dude? Uh, I'll I'll talk to you. It's uh, it's the mic. They say you got to bring ten people, so please help me not waste my trip. And uh, when is, it late um, o- is that late October? Yeah, twenty seventh. If, if it's football favorite. season's over, are you, know. are you on a book show? Or are you just on an open? It's, mic? it's the mic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's they, just the open mic. They say they don't book out of town uh, comedians, which seems unfortunate. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like you don't want that grow. room's kind of. I mean, I understand that there's some killers in Bloomington, but at the same time, I think it helps your scene to get you know the audience wants to see some fresh faces. I would think, but uh, but yeah, I'm doing the mic on the twenty seventh. And uh, yeah, after that, I'll let you know. But follow at Uncle Buck's house um, for all the updates, at, yeah. or just ubhpresents.com slash buck. So <laughs> we fuck with Buck the hard. Yeah. Uh, look at the, oh, and the, uh, the two bands that I'm in, um, the Stampede String Band and Wilder Kind, both have recording projects coming up uh, here shortly. So um, be on the lookout for that, and go follow them on Instagram um, at the Stampede String Band and at Wilder Kind Music. And uh, so yeah, I'm just trying to make art and do some cool shit in the process. I love it. Yeah, uh, Nate's uh, Skin Flute album's coming out on November Fuck 3rd. Yeah, yeah it's, dude. It's called uh, <laughs> Sliding and Gliding. It's uh, called it's called the Clapback. Yeah, I yeah. got a uh, I got a young I got Young Ma, Lil Ma, Kaya. Remember my neck. My yeah. back, eat my ass. In my, I got MIA. Would, would, would MIA be in that? Uh, I, I got Nipsey Hustle. Oh, there um, you go. I mean, he ain't here, but you know, yeah. I got like a bit of it. Like, it's like Tupac. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. I got, oh, and I got I got Puffy on it. Pimp C on it too. Oh, there you go. And Pimp C got four songs on there. So Fuck yeah, yeah. One of it's called Bitch. The next <laughs> song is called Gimme Mine. And the other one is woke as fuck. So <laughs> I thought the bonus that. track was called Puffy, the Puffy Way. Nah, we had to cut that one out. It was, you know. The more yeah. I hear about Puffy, the more I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's super, super. 
Then. Yeah, well, I was just put a camera in front of Orlando Brown. That shit'll get wild yeah. in, ten, in, Dude, I watched, in ten or fifteen seconds. Yeah. That shit'll get it wild. For Twenty minutes last night. Oh my god, dude. He said, "Yeah, he's just he's lost it, man." Hollywood fucked that kid up. But but the one thing about it that. Even in there's a the there's a, a podcast a video podcast where it's in a barbershop, not the one with LeBron, but he, they straight up tell you like, hey, they get you they're going to go to a party, they get you a stylist, they do this, and as soon as you get there, lights out, and wow. if you wake up, they got like here you go, and you and you wrecked them. Yep. Yep. And you say yep. That's <laughs> I mean, not that it's happened to me or anything. Yep. But uh, yeah, my uh, Netflix special will be know, dropping in. <laughs> but, you, but you know me, though. I'd be like, I'll put it out. I don't give a fuck. Put yeah. it out. Go yeah. ahead and get it out there. Just make sure I didn't look like an... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can we edit this a little bit and make it look better? No, we cannot. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Nate, Nate, what do you got? Shit, man. I've been passing up so many fucking shows left well, and right. Let's, before we close, let's tell them about yesterday. Okay. And on so a positive yesterday. note. Okay, on a positive note, man, shout out to my parents, man. We did yeah. a surprise. First of all, shout out to BJ, man, because great friends do shit last minute. And my God came through in the clutch. He was already coming, but then I put him on the spot to be DJ BJ. And he didn't, he didn't tell it. me everybody was wearing black, so I showed up in this brand new white, white shirt. shirt oh, hair done. that's great. I had my hair done. That's sunglasses. actually perfect for your DJ to kind of be yeah. contrarian yeah, a little he bit. Was just white, white. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. He just stood out like a sword. So I loved oh, it. Oh, yeah. But uh, nah, man, BJ earned his black card last, yesterday. <laughs> there you Everybody, go. My mom even said he is a part of this family. Hell yeah. I sit down and talk to her. And then, Nate, like I said, I, I sit down there and I was like, no, nah. I was like, you're, you're, you know, you have a great son. Like, you know, motivate each other to get back and do things. And I knew that Nate was very thankful because we always bust each other's balls all the time. But he's texting me, he's like, hey, man, I, your plate's at the table. So he brought me my food, and then and I was just like, man, that chicken you brought me is real small, though. You know what? Because, Ivory. Because so look, cause but, when I went back and I took those two pieces home, I was like, why is this chicken? <laughs> hey, look, so Ivory, so look, I, Ivory said, just get her two small pieces. And then I got you the one with the breast. So I'm looking up. I'm like, Ivory, why the fuck are you eating the one with the breast? She's like, oh, it was too small. I'm like, well, what the fuck? You told me to grab, so I was like, "All right, I don't feel like going back over there." But that's why I told, that's why I told you, be just like, bro, get some shit to take home. First yeah. thing he said, "Fuck those kids." <laughs> then, like as we leaving, he walked with a big ass plate with styrofoam. Oh yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, I thought you said fuck those kids." He said, had, yeah, I'm eating this shit myself. I fuck had two pieces kids. of big ass breast, and then I had two rolls. Nice, and I ate it before I got to the house. Hell yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> and I got out of the car going, uh, but was there? Watermelon in the salad. Watermelon? Uh, no, no, no. It was t- that was tomatoes. Mm, you yeah. sure? I know what a tomato is. That's definitely a tomato. I tasted it too, and I'm like, these are very, very. It kind of got like a fruit taste to it. Nah, it was just seasoned. Watermelons technically are. I mean, uh, near, tomatoes technically are, are fruit. Water, yeah, but I've never had. Yeah, be, yeah. But, but I, I hate tomatoes, so like it would be. And I don't, I don't like the tomatoes that are like chunky, like the ones that they yeah. had yesterday. Uh, they were good though. And I, was, I like it, how the green beans and the and, yeah. and the uh, salad kind of mixed together. Man, yeah, eating. and then the macaroni was great. The macaroni was fire. Like, was there two different kinds? Yeah. It was like three different cheeses, but it was yeah. it wasn't that bullshit mac that's like already yeah. like burnt at the top. It was yeah. just you mean like how white people make it? Yeah, I know. Oh, it was just like pussy. Just oh like, man, speaking <laughs> of burnt, all you heard was macaroni and pussy. I never heard them together. It sounds Never heard. Oh, yeah. Oh, bringing, yeah. bringing things together. If your girl pussy don't yeah. sound like macaroni noises. Yeah. 
leave. Yeah. That shit is dried up. Either, yeah. either that or do better. Yeah. <laughs> you better step yourself up. No, is, that, is, that, that, the, is that the shells or is that the actual noodles? No, nah, it was the noodles. Man, you had no. them yesterday. No, I was talking about you were talking about which one compared. If oh, yeah. I got the shells. <laughs> Hey, we do still, have uh, uh, we have chicken chuckles. I will got, be there this Thursday. You will? Okay, cool. Next cool. next Thursday, I will actually be in Chicago. Next uh, Thursday, I'm not going to be there either. <laughs> Hold on, next Thursday, yeah, I will be there because we're going we're going out of town. Doing, I'm going to Florida. Going just taking some time away. Oh here. yeah, man, do it, Destin. And well, then uh, I got a benefit show in October because I don't really got nothing else in, uh, in September. I we're we're trying to plan a show together. Yeah, but I just got to. Gotta, uh, that's why I'm going on vacation because I want to spend some time. I want yeah to uh, Nate and BJ present a uh, comedy show. Yeah, dude. But I want to make sure that like because there's certain things I always want to do. Right, I always want to do stand up. I did it. Yeah, right? I always want to do. You're hosting it. A, yeah, I want to host it. Yeah, like, dude. I have no problem doing it. Yeah, you'd and, be a great host. And um, don't lie to them. <laughs> every Thursday, nigga. Hey, you going up? No. Every week. You know why I don't go up? This is why. I'm always honest with you because I love you and, and, and I love Buck. Okay, I learned how to do open mic from Buck, right? Which is meeting, on time, get in, get out. Nate's still adding people at 845 to the list to keep going. Hey. I mean, I, I was also small town. I was, uh, that was the only way that mic ran. If I had to roll with the, if I had to roll with the punches, I would, but, but I would have to. Here's the point, though, is like. Every it's th- easy to do in a every small Thursday, town. Every Thursday, me and Nate like, ah, oh, fuck, man. No one, we're gonna be out of here early. Nate says it, and I'm like, don't say we're gonna be out here early, brother. Hey. The next thing you know, me. it's like, but see, it was crazy how open mic was because when we first did it, when we first did it, the first day, yeah, it was all the open micers, all white people. Mm-hmm. It was cool. The place made money. We made money as far as like you know when I'm able well, sure. to sell up there. I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't go into detail about it, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but it ain't nothing illegal. But well, anyways, sure. but uh, he said, well, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it. You, yeah, you deal but, with uh, the bar, but uh, but um, you know, it was cool. The first night was cool. Second night was cool, and then you know, you, our open mics had it okay. You know? Yeah. So you know, the third, fourth, and fifth weeks was just dead. Like. We might have a couple of people. I think one week we had like three, four fucking people. Yeah. It was like horrible. It was like, yeah. ah, man, I don't know if I'm going to keep this shit and going. Then one, yeah. Then, yeah, the one day when Ray um, and Hensley was there, and then every Jokers, uh, they all left Jokers and came over all at once. Oh, Crackers, Crackers. Crackers, whatever. And then the whole it, the whole place was just packed. Yeah. And then people, you were seeing people die a slow death. Yep. Because the audience was just like, sure. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, they get yeah. tired after a while. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. But here's the thing. The audience gets there late, too. Yeah. So it's like... And the audience will eat your ass. Yeah. Yeah, quick. That's why I like my open mic, because it's like... They will. Uh, outside, behind the... You just got to ask them nicely. Yeah. But it's just like the it's thing... Eight, it's eight bucks per minute. <laughs> yes, it, it is. Just, <laughs> this is the thing is, you know what I mean? Like, attention spans. Like, after a while, you see so many comedians, and you're like, all right, I'm tired. And it's, a, and it's it, like, from what I've heard, that it's it, because... It's a bit, little bit more challenging room. I think that's what makes it that much more valuable because when you do get it's like it's it's it, you when we talk about paying your dues as a comedian, it's it's about eating shit in front of rooms of strangers so that you can learn how to make your shit relatable. Mm-hmm. Like it, yes, you can have a funny uh topic or premise or something but if you don't know how to deliver it in a room like 
the best comedians can walk into a room of mixed demographics and make and all of them it. laugh because it. they're able to make the most relatable, the most likable version of every joke, or at least the, or at least not likable because there are people that laugh at jokes that they don't really like, no, but like, all. but like, uh, the funniest version of that joke because it's the most relatable and you have to get into these, uh, environments where you don't normally work in order to build that muscle. That's why I have so much respect for, uh, David Brooks. Oh Ray yeah, Hensley, you know what I'm saying? Even Lucas, because those brothers would hit me up, inbox me, and, hey, bro, let me hit your mic, man. I don't know. I just want to hit your mic because your mic is different from what I'm always hitting. I mean, I remember when I first started, you know, I, I not first started doing comedy, but I remember when I first started doing open mics, like just producing my own open mics, and all the com- range of comedians reaching out, hey, I heard yeah. about your mic, man. Do same, yeah. I heard, hey, I heard mm-hmm. this going on. Hey, bro, I want to get, and it's just like, all I'm doing is trying to provide like, yeah. people with like another opportunity. That's yes. it. And then you know what I mean? For you to be able to feature at an open mic and, yeah. and, and walk out with some money. Walk yeah. out with cause you know, when you do my mic, you don't leave empty handed. Like if you featuring on the show, you're gonna leave with something. Yeah. You're gonna leave with some food, you're gonna leave with a full stomach and you're gonna leave with some pocket change. And that's sure. I feel like you know, if, and a if, better comic a better, than you were when you yeah, walked in. Exactly. You're going to feel better. You're going to meet a lot of new people. And you're going to feel good about yourself. You're going to walk out like, damn, the motherfucker really paid me. Yeah. And I'm full. Yeah. It, it's it, it's amazing what that sort of Wait, thing can well, do for... you pay people to go there? What do you mean? <laughs> Am I on the layaway program? <laughs> motherfucker, I've been at shit if you wanted something. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, motherfucker. I know. but the f- I'll pay the feature. But what I'm seeing is one, that, like I don't one. He, I don't charge him anything to go up here just because it was able to for but then it make, made it a lot more challenging yeah. for me to learn something new but also just to be like okay how we can run things I went from hey Nate your white boys here from shouts Ranji thirteen thirty oh yeah every week hey man the white boys here now I'm he, like motherfucker he a part of the team now he calls me hey BJ what's up I was like, <laughs> I was like boom BJ is there we pro- go he's like black now hood like, legend no. son. I'm, I'm telling you, everywhere BJ go, and, like if me and him <laughs> together, they like that's them brothers right there. You know like, what? They, they know my credit score shot too. Yeah, <laughs> this shit is probably shot. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. AP oh, walks yeah. in, they're gonna ask, "Hey, can you fill out some of this paperwork?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, this dude's definitely been called colored before. Co-signer. Yeah, co-signer. Yeah, this yeah, de- yeah, they looked at you were like, "This dude's definitely been called colored before." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, stupid. He can hang. <laughs> well, no, I, honestly, like someone, someone goes. Someone while doing their sets, like he's the only white boy still here, and someone on the back, he ain't white. <laughs> and I went, thanks. Thank you. My people Appreciate know. It. No, we know you ain't white. God, I love having Buck back on here. So. Yeah, it's fun, hey. man. I've had a blast. Hey, we almost did two hours. It's one. It's I like knew one was hour forty. Oh and, damn, and hell yeah! Awake. I gotta go. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, podcast comes out, and I want to do a podcast uh, yeah. on a Thursday. Um, where they come there because I always like to challenge people. I gotta get there early. It's just about me getting there stupid early, and we can really do. You mean like, like setting up a podcast and you're not and there? Like yeah. let's just set it up early, and by the time seven o'clock, like if we yeah. were, if we were dating as many times as late, you would oh, never you get laid. Yeah. You would never got laid. Yeah, I'd have been. You'd have been left me, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. I, I like you. I like the dates, but goddamn, you ain't never on time. Hey, look, man. It's life. <laughs> I, I probably would have said a few racial slurs. Oh, well. Uh, it happens. <laughs> hey. um, but, Buck, 
Uh, uh, we definitely gonna get you up on chicken and chuckles. Oh man, I'm excited. I I've been wanting to get out there, but every time, uh, every time I either have an open Thursday, the show's not happening, or uh, you know, you guys are rocking it, and I just can't be there. But I will get there soon. Um, no, I'm excited gonna, to check gonna, it we're out. Book your ass. Oh shit, man! I come, yeah, I would just come do it otherwise. But yeah. man, I'm nah, down for cool. that you too. You can still do that. But yeah, like no, said, yeah, nah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Like I said, it's it's a yeah, it's a vibe. And then two, I ain't gonna lie. I'm going through. Uh, I'm trying to book everybody that's ever booked me. You oh, booked man. me before. You reached yeah, yeah. out before. You reached out, dude. I'm not and, gonna uh, lie. This might be a digressing story, but I dropped this dude into one of the shittiest show situations, and I feel uh, really bad about it. Are you talking about the one? The, the, the one music? at Kettle Top with uh, fucking with Dex, dude. I feel so bad about that because maybe, because they hit me up. I was out of town. And the, the dude hits me up. He goes, "Hey man, we need a comedian to come host this like singing competition, or some <laughs> shit, or some shit." And, and I'm like, "Yeah, I've, I, you know, uh, know a lot of comics that would be able to do that." And uh, you were one of the first ones I, I reached out to uh, because I knew that you had a lot of not only like hosting uh, like. Uh, past, but I knew that like you could roll with the punches really well, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, I don't know exactly what they're getting into, but I think Nate will be able to handle it. And uh, yeah, afterwards, Dex came up to me and was like, "A comedian wasn't really, you know, what we were shooting for." I'm like, "Dude, the comedian was fine. Your show was was fucked. It like was that horrible. that was the issue. Yeah, that show. No, then, yeah, that that was not on you, you at all. Do, you can't do a two hour show and then throw an intermission in. Yeah." And expect me to stay. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. fuck, I'm here. I've been, and this is one of the shows where I got on time. Like, I'm yeah. on time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. Absolutely. So I got there. And then you, here's the thing. I don't think you knew. You know, I knew the owner. Not the owner, but the person that owned the property. Oh. Because. Uh, Gaga? Yeah, I know yeah, Gaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabriel Michael. Yeah, Hell that, yeah. That's my people. Hell yeah. So I will always just go to the very top yeah, of this yeah, crib yeah. and it's chilling there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm over I didn't t- know that. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. dog. So I will always. Cause he used to always tell me like, man, book book treating you right, book book you. I'm like, I mean, he can't book me every week. You know yeah, I mean? that, that would like, defeat I, the point. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, he's take he takes care of me every time I come. He's, he always takes care of me. He's like, yeah. cool. As long as he's taking care of, I just want to make sure, man. You know, we're yeah. trying to make some shit cool. But I remember telling guy guy about that shit that night, and he was like. Man, here he gave me like a hundred bucks. Like, bro, I, I apologize. Yeah. Man. If whatever buck gee, bro, take that. But yeah. just take, just take this, bro, and just let, yeah. just let you know, man. I appreciate you. And yeah. Like, you want a drink or you want something? Like, nah. I'm yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, 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 in hindsight, I was like, yeah, I shouldn't have dropped this dude in the hands of a of a fucking karaoke DJ. That, um, but man. that was. <sighs> That was that was, was that was rough, but uh, but yeah, no, that's that's the fun, level though. of professionalism this dude has over here. But for it was sure. fun though, like like I said, it, it was fun. I didn't yeah. go off. I stayed. At the end of the night, I was ready to go. I think I just announced the winner. It wasn't even the real winner. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck anymore. I'm like, is this the winner? I'm like, yeah, we still got to tally up votes. I'm like, look, this motherfucker did the best. He's the winner, <laughs> dude. Got, that's when he's like really got mad at me. I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck you, fuck everybody, yeah. fuck all y'all. Thank you for yeah. the opportunity. I'm out. Yeah. And uh, it, needless it, to say that is. that bar is no longer around. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it is, but it's, it's not. not. It was nice. Yeah. It was no, nice yeah, no, yeah, no, it was fine. But, like, yeah, that bar is no longer. It's, it's yeah. OS. Yeah, OS. <laughs> Absolutely. But, nah, Kyle, Hell yeah. man, you, you dope. We definitely going to get you up. Uh, Hell yeah, man. Up and, um, Stoked to hear that. We're going we gonna to make it make sense, my brother. Dope. Trust me. 
I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on, you guys. I really appreciate it. Nah, uh, UVHpresents.com slash Buck is where you can find all my shit. Hey, follow Kyle Buck right now, everybody, man. Thank you so much. BJ, man, anything to say before we roll out? No, nah, I'm just going to play uh, play uh, from the, the uh, playlist from yesterday I was using, uh, the song I didn't get to, one of my favorite songs. So hope you guys have a great week, and then uh, we'll, we'll, we will uh, talk to you soon. See you next week. We're going to be here next week. <laughs> no, see, nothing. Where the song to, no, at? No, I don't know. Nothing ever wants to work for God me. God damn. Is it, are you still got their internet? Probably. <laughs> uh, it's my shit. I was so upset. <laughs>